Start the podcast quick before anything else messes up. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Drinking Out of Cups, a podcast. I am your host, Raven, and we have been dealing with technical difficulties for hours now. Hours. Feel sympathy for me. I've got Ryan to my left. He is in front of an acorn and a... This is, this, is, this is how you're going to interrupt my intro to the podcast? This is what you're going to do to me immediately? I'm inside me. <laughs> Dude, stop. As the host of Drinking Out of Cups, Ryan, you're off the fucking show. This is taking us hours to fucking start this. You're going to interrupt within the first 30 seconds. I had a fucking... I had a thing to I had to tell the world, dude, that I'm inside. Okay, myself. I've got fuck the guy to my left. Above <laughs> me, I have got Hakeem, the one-eyed alien. <laughs> he would be he's the science guy. He <laughs> did so much science that he fucking lost one of his eyes, gained a <laughs> giant one. And no. to my top left, we've got Juice on this episode. He's here to spit the facts. Hello. He's flying in hot on a spaceship. He's on a spaceship, flying in hot. He was visiting Lil Wayne from outer space. And let's talk about our subject for the day. It is the opposite of the energy I am putting off right now. It is heroin. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. This whole episode will actually, if you play this episode and play Heron by Slug Christ, it matches up. Like Pink Floyd's <laughs> The Wall and um, would, would, uh, Wizard of Oz. And that's Dark Side of the Moon. You Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. I can't believe you. It lines up like Working Man's Dead and um, Apollo 13. <laughs> it lines up like uh, fucking um, Tame Impala in that video that we just watched. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, gay, that gay porn that we were just Whoa, watching. Oh, dude. We, <laughs> while we got this shit working. Yeah. So, so, you guys have anything else you want to interrupt with? I mean, mainly Ryan. Yeah, I didn't interrupt once, dude. Okay, so today, as I said, we are talking about heroin, aka black tar, aka China white, aka gunpowder, aka dope, smack, junk, brown. These are all umbrella terms for what is called diamorphine or dicetylene morphine which, the, which these two things are the exact same thing but i will be calling heroin an umbrella term just to due to the fact that heroin um it is one of the most inconsistent street drugs that we have researched so far in my opinion what i would Ab- say mdma so, is hands down okay Terminology-wise, MDMA is really convoluted, I agree, but it is almost flipped in the sense of what I'm talking about. So MDMA is MDMA is MDMA, right? So, But people will call it different things. People will call it uh, ecstasy, molly, whatever, and think that it's a different thing. People will call so many different chemicals heroin. Oh, yeah. No, true. Yeah. So that, that's that's the way I mean it with heroin. Um, what chemicals... Even, 
even um like China White and Black Tar can be different. Uh, so oh. Black Tar heroin as a street drug is intended to be a mixture of morphine derivatives, primarily six monoacetylene morphine. Monoacetylene morphine. Yeah, I said it right. Acetyl. Damn it. Yo, that's like three different words in one word, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Though. China White actually began <laughs> as the most pure form of heroin, as the salt form of the drug. Diacet- wait, what was it? Diacetylene morphine. Diacetylene morphine hydrochloride. So originally, they were essentially the same drug, with China White being the more uh, pure hydrochloride form of the drug. While China White heroin actually typically refers to a, uh, different street fentanyls nowadays. If you're thinking, uh, well, not even nowadays. So if you're thinking like, how is that possible when fentanyl is uh, brand new, kind of, it seems like, and China White has been a name for heroin forever. A methyl fentanyl, an analog of fentanyl, was being sold as the street drug China White as far back as the 1970s and was responsible for numerous deaths even back then. A methyl fentanyl is less potent by weight than standard fentanyl, which is also, it, it has allowed it to be used as a cut in less potent heroines, making some of the different gunpowder heroines and even just make more profitable black tar heroin. So fentanyl goes back. It's not a new thing whatsoever. And A-methylfentanyl, fentanyl, uh, these are not even the only fentanyls we've talked about on the show. We've talked about things like carfentanyl, which is even more potent than normal fentanyl. Um. So yeah, because it goes fucking zero to sixty hella fast in a car. <laughs> yeah, it's a Vroom. Nissan Skyline fentanyl. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> Tokyo drifting into your veins. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it it is this for this reason and many more that uh I'm going to be referring to heroin as kind of an umbrella term, um, loosely associated with um just the standard <coughs> drug that is um diamorphine so hell yeah dude just keep that in mind as we go forward <laughs> i'll keep that in mind yeah just make sure to um you know if you're gonna mention anything else about it being like that it's different than the drug itself yeah you know um so i will mention uh, straight out off the bat that the well actually here i'll just mention this really quick uh heroin is not even a drug it is a brand name but i'll save that for later so legality wise legally speaking in the u.s it is an illegal street drug it is a schedule one drug in the uk they have medical heroin called diamorphine. It is prescribed to treat severe pain. Other parts of Europe prescribe medical heroin as well, even for things like heroin treatment, where patients tried methadone and buprenorphine. Uh, I had no problem saying this earlier. Buprenorphine <laughs> with no success. Suboxone, honestly. Yeah. It's the same. So in certain parts of Europe, they fight heroin with heroin, quite literally. Hell yeah, dude. Pretty sick, right? Negative and a negative equals a positive. That's what they're thinking. Actually, that is really funny that we in the U.S. <clears throat> give methadone and suboxone to treat medical or to treat heroin uh, addiction. And so they're saying that if people don't respond to methadone or, or suboxone, that they give them heroin. Yeah, 
exactly for their <laughs> heroin addiction. <laughs> and I'm sure it's just um, a way to wean them off. Yeah, on safe medical heroin. But as we know, at least in the U.S., there's not really much of a weaning protocol for uh, putting people on. Right, it's these drugs. quite the opposite. Yeah, in fact, it's most of the time, cold turkey. No, well, no, no! You'll get to just do it for the rest of your life. Yeah, and they'll give you. Oh, well, like with methadone, but I thought you're. I thought you were talking about like like going to like a detox center for like rehab or something like that. Well, mm. even then, they get you on these drugs and then they let you leave, and you just keep taking it. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Like I don't, I haven't met anyone who's told me like because I've had friends who have been on Suboxone and methadone, and I haven't ever heard anyone saying that they were on like a program where they're like gonna stop at some point. Yeah. Right. Like essentially, it's like indefinite that they just get to keep getting it prescribed if they want yeah one th- like the person one thing- i was saying before like i've said multiple times the fucking lady i know fucking has been on methadone for like three or four years and, and i'm sure uh, she said that she's uh sober from heroin too yeah she said she's, she's like yeah sober three years three years sober yeah and yeah. uh takes over 100 milligrams of methadone every day which is fucking no insane. judging but be honest with yourself no, yeah. oh I, i'm My- absolutely judging well, the thing Fuck that, that sucks about even even like I'm not dad, I'm not with heroin or opiates at all. There's nothing to judge. It's it, it is truly a disease and it's sad drug. Oh no, I'm I'm not judging other people. I'm just judging her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I and I, I definitely still judge my dad. Like the fact that he he's been going to the methadone clinic for 15 plus years, and I asked him if he still does heroin, and he says, "Yeah, if it's around." Hell wow. yeah, how so, chiller. <laughs> <laughs> he just has like a fucking kilo of it in his closet and he's like yeah you know, it's around, it's around. It's it's literally around. every single day <laughs> right. so for let's talk Sorry. about some of the, the basic effects um, and things going on with heroin and for the sake of limiting confusion when talking about the effects and everything of heroin I will be referring to clean uncut black tar heroin no street alternatives just Essentially what they're getting in other countries as medication, but if you were to buy it as a street-level drug, um, and just to make it even slightly easier to grasp, just think morphine when thinking about heroin. Um, If you can't think about it, uh, if if you have nothing to relate relate it to, just relate it to morphine. It's an opiate. It's a strong opiate. Okay, so heroin can be ingested orally, smoked, insufflated intravenously rectally and even through a vape i read many accounts on reddit of people emptying out their nicotine vapes and putting massive amounts of heroin in them so yeah i found one remember i told you guys yeah. I, found, I found a cart on the bus in portland that was filled with this black tarry substance and you said it smelled like vinegar right like I, I remember yeah. that dude that's <laughs> fucking gnarly but yeah, I was like it was. It was like there was still stuff in there too. I was kind of like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I thought, I thought to myself, I was like, wow, what a good idea! Like th- these people are being really smart. They don't need to chase the dragon anymore. They and just- I think to myself, <laughs> what a wonderful world! Damn, how sad was that person when they lost that though? Holy dude, shit. Oh, probably yeah. hella sad, dude. Mm-hmm. What a fucking sick ass ground score, dude. <laughs> yeah, Micah gets the best ground scores. Yeah, it's a good point, dude. That's why Tipper wrote that that track for me. (laughs) So pretty much uh, you can ingest uh, heroin any way you can think of. Um, No matter the ingestion method, the effects are relatively the same, uh, though obviously require different amounts of the drug. And I just want to say this as a disclaimer before we go too far. um, 
And for the sake of harm reduction, I'm going on record here and saying that I uh, personally protest anyone injecting almost any drug, but namely heroin. This is not an attack on anyone who does, but due to the inherent danger of injecting the easiest drug to overdose on due to the impossibility of knowing its potency and uh, purity, I suggest anyone who has never injected heroin or any side, any type of opiate outside of a hospital to never do so. Heroin is also one of the leading causes of deaths in the United States. Uh, it is. Uh, it probably still would be of drug deaths. That is, uh, it probably still would be if fentanyl hadn't overtaken it in 2015. So um, anyway, so, uh, for the second uh, most common ingestion method and comparatively much safer, people smoke heroin. And uh, this is usually with an aluminum foil in uh, a lighter on the bottom side. And the way that the heroin pulls up and slides around as you're following the smoke with the straw is why people call it chasing the dragon is because it looks like you're chasing a little smoke-breathing dragon around an aluminum foil. Um, the effects of heroin are usually called nodding out. And this is referring to the extreme sedation effects and, uh, and an intense rush of euphoria comes over your body. Uh, these are the main desired effects by somebody taking heroin, but the more prominent effects can really be found when a person gets addicted with it not taking long to gain a physical dependence to heroin. It can cause serious long-term neuronal and hormonal imbalances and shouldn't be thought of lightly just because doctors use opioids as um, long-term uh, medications. It it really is bad for your body. And I feel like not a lot of people talk about that. More people talk about prolonged uh, things like meth being terrible for your body and brain. Um, opiates can be just as bad. Well, not just as bad. I don't want to say that, but they can be really detrimental um, and can even lead to the deterioration of the brain's white matter, which um, that's pretty scary to me. Um when yeah, a I don't person, know much about white matter and brains and any of that shit, but that sounds it sounds important, right? Yeah, it sounds like uh, it's very uh, you know detrimental to your uh, white matter in your brain. You know? I mean, it's uh, your it's your brain, so yeah, the white matter is. <laughs> uh, so you know, do you guys remember like neurons, like brain cells? Uh -huh. They yeah. have like little cell bodies, but then they have these long wires where electricity runs down through them, and that's what allows them to communicate with each other yeah. through through chemicals like neurotransmitters, right? But essentially that big long like wire is um, it's called an axon. It's kind of cool. And so the white matter is actually all the axons of neurons. Um, so it's like in the brain. It's like its arms. It's like it's, it's yeah. the way it reaches out to the rest totally. of your body. So you're saying huh. if it deteriorates, well, it goes from axon to ax off? Brain, I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, we out here, guys. Nice. We're back again. Neuroscience. And that's the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can just think of the white matter as like those axons and then the gray matter as uh, the cell body. I just of think of gray matter um, by the Deltron song. Deltron gray matter because one day it may matter. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Crazy yeah, shout out Deltron. Dude. Slap. I don't think that's not, <laughs> that's not what a is. <laughs> okay. Uh, so when a person is trying to withdraw from heroin, severe sickness will occur sometimes as soon as six hours after the last use, showing the effects that it, the serious effects it can have on your brain and your body. 
This sickness can include vomiting, cold sweats, diarrhea, the whole list of flu-like symptoms with uh, added things like involuntary spasms in the limbs. Uh, people think this is uh, what is responsible for the term kicking the habit. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, what people experience with opiate withdrawal is restless leg syndrome. Yeah. So they have a really tough time being able to sleep because all night their legs are just wiggling around. Yeah. I have that anyways, dude. And I don't yeah, even do heroin. That shit sucks so it, bad. <laughs> dude, I've literally done it since I was in high school. Like, I'll just sit here and just like wiggle my legs all the time. Like it's you like should, comforting. That drives take, me fucking nuts. Yeah, you should take um, <laughs> magnesium, I think. Really? Yeah. Nah, Good dude. to know. You should take a Xanax for that, dude. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not this. Like we talked heroin. about, yeah. Like yeah. we talked about last episode. Well, uh, Ryan you- and I on the phone earlier, we're just going over some of our notes, um, and I was like, "Oh, we should just call it opposite coffee." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nelson. Yeah, dude, it would be kind of cool to have. I mean, I'll get into some of that later, but that's essentially how Keith Richards used it. <laughs> kind of positive shout out, Keith Richards. <laughs> yeah. And that Carl Hart doctor. Yeah, dude, I know. Yeah, I got some shit about him later, too. Yeah. And if you are someone that is on the black tar or the China white or the fentanyl, it is never too late to kick the habit. Even True. with your white matter being affected, it's not something that's permanent from what I was reading. It just, you know, could take a long time to reverse that kind of thing. Flip but and reverse it. I don't want to, uh, for the risk of sounding like I am glorifying the drug at all, I will keep it there when it comes to effects and the ways that it can be used. Don't want to go too deep into it. Don't want to sound like I'm advocating for it. So those are the effects. That's um, what it can lead to. Um, you know, uh, I guess I should probably add that um, a, a heroin high can I, I think it can last around like four hours. It, it, it's debatable for a lot of people and a lot of tolerances, but yeah, and like how much you redose mm-hmm. it and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think what's what's Method. strange that I that I'll mention is that a lot of people think there's a misconception that people think that like anyone that will do heroin will like automatically become addicted that no matter what, it's the best feeling drug out in the world. So like never touch it. There's actually a lot of people out there who have done heroin and hate the effects of it. Like the, it'll make them incredibly sick and itchy and all these really nasty effects that they just don't like it. And that's something that they never um, got into doing. And it's really sad because I still think a lot of the people who are addicted to heroin who didn't get into it recreationally, like a just fun drug to use, uh, use it just because it's the cheaper alternative to the meds that they had been prescribed once before. Right. And um, I, one thing I really want to focus on this episode really, really heavy is um, harm reduction. And that goes into things like destigmatizing this drug. Uh, things like you just said, people think you're going to try it once and get addicted and that not being the case. Even for people who use it recreationally, I want to say that there are a lot of people who use heroin specifically um, and have completely successful normal lives Uh, or or even just use it, as you said, as a cheaper alternative um, because we have fucking terrible healthcare in the United States. They might have had to turn to it because they couldn't get their uh, Vicodin or whatever from their doctor because their back hurts or something. There are, like, it is a very uh, normal thing. It is a normal chemical. It is a normal, it's from a plant, as I'll get into, but it's just, uh, it has this terrible stigma within the United States that I personally think leads to more 
usage and more negative usage and more people using it as a harmful substance intentionally and kind of leading down a bad path with it. I think it has a lot to come from the stigma and we need to start destigmatizing these drugs and putting them in categories of evil and things uh, that just it's not helping anyone. And it's it's making it a self-harm thing for a lot of people, making them want to do it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about the history of where heroin comes from. The history starts with the fantastically beautiful flower, the poppy, and where poppy, uh, poppy, if you didn't know this, has morphine growing naturally within it. What a beautiful little flower. And it's pretty nice fucking high, poppy. And coding, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a very uh, beautiful medicine flower. Um, if you've never seen a poppy field, I suggest look one up. The Latin name is Papa Bear Somniferum. Wow. Hell Whoa. yeah. Papa Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Yogi, so, give me that picnic basket full of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> so, this flower has been around forever, um, but it was first discovered to be a medicine as far back uh, as 3400 BC in Mesopotamia, aka modern. Western Asia Whoa. by individuals obsessed with the Washington grunge scene who listened to too much Kurt Cobain in the blues. From there, it wouldn't be until 1874 that diamorphine would be first synthesized by C.R. Alder Wright, an English chemist working at St. Mary's Hospital Medical School in London. So it was a long time of <laughs> grunge music. Before <laughs> a modern scientist would get his hands on this stuff. Damn, um, do you think that's why the Great Depression happened? Because of grunge music? Because <laughs> of Kurt Cobain, dude. Well, I just realized that, that song in Bloom is probably about the poppy fields. Oh, shit. Being in Bloom back in 3400 mm, BC. Interesting. <laughs> so, the reason I am skipping over <laughs> the history of the um, uh, opium, where... Uh, you know, heroin obviously kind of stems from, if you think about it, is it, because stems. is because we will be doing an entire episode on opium on its own because that is its own history. You know, you can't you can't just uh, you can't just put the two together because they uh, opium history is way way sicker than heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no other way to put it. It's fucking sick. It's it like the wars, sick. dude. Yeah, uh, I mean... Entire yeah. country's getting high. I know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> negative shout out to British for that, dude. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it. They've redeemed themselves since, but... If you want to listen to a more positively driven episode, wait for the opium episode. Because we can't really go positive on this one. I want to go positive in the harm reduction aspect, but we can't really go positive when talking about... I mean, I got some positive stuff to talk about, dude. Yeah. Good. I hope so. <laughs> oh, you can get those results back. <laughs> oh, Boom. nice. That was an AIDS joke from my end. I was making an AIDS joke. <laughs> Shit. So I'm glad that you also caught on to that. And oh, I have an, an AIDS, AIDS joke, joke. Uh, coming up here too. Oh, okay. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. So positive shout out to. AIDS. So let's let's Negative go back. Shout out to AIDS, actually. Let's go back to see. No judgment though, if you have AIDS. Sorry, I just had to disclaimer. Let's go back to C.R. Alder Wright, an English chemist who made uh, 
heroin, uh, diamorphine, which is heroin, uh, for the first time in London. He allegedly discovered this by boiling anhydrous morphine with acetic anhydric anhydride. Anhydride. God damn it. Am I ever going to fucking learn? (laughs) Anyway, he he boiled this mixture for several hours, which made a more potent acetylated form of morphine, i.e. heroin. He tested this new drug by giving it to dogs and rabbits, meaning that heroin was tested on animals and therefore is not cruelty free. (laughs) (laughs) So negative shout out to heroin. All right. Yeah. yeah. You're telling me that no one in Portland (laughs) uses heroin. All the vegans in Portland using heroin. They're not real vegans. vegans. (laughs) Damn. I think you should say that to someone you see shooting up on the street. Be like, oh, are you okay with cruelty for your products? Because uh, heroin was tested on animals. (laughs) You know what I did think of? Speaking of people on the street using heroin, you know what I did think of that would be kind of funny? Uh, While I was researching for this episode is if you just like fucking... uh, walk around and then fucking uh just walk around with fucking naloxone and then just fucking people that are just nodding out pass out on the street on heroin just fucking walk up and just naloxone them (laughs) that's like that that, yeah there's a there's shirt that people were selling on reddit that was like a um please don't narcan me i'm just i'm just chilling or something that's so great dude (laughs) but i mean like just as a joke like because like you just see so many people like out like on heroin and you're like oh i don't want to see these people just doing heroin in the street so you just fucking narcan them just as a joke oh dude people are so pissed over the government uh, over over the new governor you should see all the comments oh are they really oh my god people are heated uh well almost 50 percent of oregon voted to keep slavery um yeah (laughs) Yeah, and, and uh, the same group of people voted for, I'm not going to get political on this show, but uh, the MAGA uh, lady. So mm. I think that, I think those two voting pools might be the same. Something tells oh, me. Oh, probably. Uh, Wait, but so, no, oh, no, so you're Tina saying Kotek, the, the, like all the racist people like don't like the new governor? Cause, yeah. No, because she's a lesbian right, and she so seems dope and uh, she's pro like educating about drugs and shit. Yeah. But they're like, oh, the, so many more people are going to be addicted to drugs on the street because of Tina Kotek. It's like, I don't think she has any responsibility with that. But. Yeah, people are fucking idiots. Yeah. Yeah, as oh, long as in she, Oregon. As long as she, because she she vows to put more funding towards like drug education and rehab yeah. and shit, which is good. Was yeah, exactly what we need. We don't need to just put these people in jail and throw away the key and forget about them. It's like, it's, yeah. It, it, well, it, well, maybe maybe in, some in Portland, people that are stealing shit, but yeah. that's the difference. The Portland people who you see running around on drugs, they're not the typical, you know, have a drug problem, uh, a disease. They're most most of the people are like thieves and fucking. Uh, just shitty people that steal cars every day. Well, yeah. and the thing Garbaggio. is, I do understand the far right being upset about the idea that we don't uh, prosecute people for drugs. Like, it's like a weird thing where it's like, hey, so I I could get prosecuted for going and drinking, like, in public, sort of, but, like, being a normal citizen, but the dude shooting up heroin on the side of the street doesn't have to get prosecuted like yeah. it's a weird thing yeah. i agree where they're mad too i think i think we're not we don't have the correct infrastructure to just have that as even a option just being able to just shoot fucking heroin on the street i don't think that should exist at all i think that's no. fucking stupid yeah, uh, i don't think people should get prosecuted for drug possession i don't think that no. that should be it either I, I think our system is fucking fundamentally entirely flawed and that either side should be mad 
Um, I just think, I think just throwing people away as humans isn't the answer. Um, but I, I also think that fucking it's pointless to even get mad about that when people don't even get arrested for in possession of stolen property. So no matter what, if they go to any of these camps that are filled with motorcycles, they didn't buy those motorcycles. They don't get charged with that because it's not illegal to be in possession of stolen property. When (laughs) someone stole my brand new jet ski and got caught with it, he did not get in trouble, even though he fucking uh, had to have stolen it or got it from the guy who stole it or whatever the fuck. He didn't get in trouble because it's not... And he had it hooked to his truck and like fucking you don't get in trouble for that though. Damn. How? Because they can't prove he, took it, prove he took it. Yeah. I think that should be more infuriating <laughs> to people than someone shooting up on the sidewalk. People are bitching about their cars getting stolen every day. Well, maybe we should do something about possession of stolen property laws. Yeah, we should kill them. <clears throat> yeah, honestly, what's, what's interesting <laughs> is I think that the people that steal from cars are not the ones shooting up. Probably, no, yeah. and I don't even think they live in Portland. I think they're coming from Vancouver and shit. Oh yeah, well not just yeah, that. Vancouver. Forest Grove, all these other like really fucking low income cities outside of Portland, Gresham, all these places. I swear they come in out here because people have uh, busted huge um, stolen property things at houses like far out. Yeah, in Forest Grove. And shit. Yeah, I guarantee none of. Uh, well, I mean, you do see the camps filled with motorcycles and shit. Uh, but I do guarantee that most of the shit getting stolen is from people outside of Portland coming in. Yeah, mm. yeah, they probably know they get can a... get away with it. Yeah. yeah. Wow, we got you, way off track. You don't shit where you eat. Yeah, that was super derailed. But I didn't really know how to stop you guys. There. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. I think it's whatever. It's topical. It is topical the because the thing is, is that. Where like heroin, I'd say heroin and meth are like Portland, or or at least just the West Coast's like drugs. Yeah, I was saying heroin is a very West Coast drug. I mean, not it's also very East. It's East and West Coast. It's, the it's really just the coast. Yeah. Like it's, it's gloomy. And then you got well, like, no. I mean, yeah. weirdly enough, it's not just the coast. If you think about it, because the the guy that we met from Ohio was like, when all you see is cornfields in your front yard and backyard, all there is to do is heroin. Right, because yeah. I think the the opiate em- epidemic almost hit the center of the country worse. Ohio, I was going to say, sure. it's yeah, boring as a fuck. lot of those uh, middle, like Midwest countries got fucked with it because uh, like that, if you look do. up like the highest uh, percentage of um, like opioid uh, deaths, it's like West Virginia is like number one and then Ohio is like number two, I think. And then like, I don't remember the rest of the list, but it's like a lot of like places that you wouldn't really like think of, and you're like, oh, and then like, after you see the list, you're like, oh yeah, that actually makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I guess we just say it's on the coasts for us because it's what we see the every most. single day. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a. I, I, I wanted to mention this on this episode because I went, I I went to go walk to the the grocery store by my house, and there's a fucking heroin needle outside of my house right yeah, now dude. that got laid there within the last couple well, of days. Is it you full? Should use it. I don't know. I just saw the orange cap and the needle, and I was just like, I pointed to my girlfriend. I was like, oh, look, there's a fucking heroin needle in the alleyway. And <laughs> she's a nurse, and she's like, no, that's a diabetes needle. And I was like, you, and she was like, you could tell by the orange cap. Those, the diabetic <laughs> needles are the ones with the orange cap. And I was like, are you fucking serious right <laughs> now? She thinks just that everyone in Portland is diabetic. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I was like, there must be a lot of diabetics in Portland. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's funny because you were telling me about that the other day, and, uh, uh, I was listening to this podcast of these dudes and they're like these Philly comics. Uh, shout out. I think it was Stuff Island. Uh, something like that. I don't know. Uh, anyway, they fucking well, they live in New York now. But anyway, regardless, uh, they were just saying that they were in like Philly or something like that. And I think it was in there. They're in Philly and they went to the bathroom and there's like 
literally a fucking like needle deposit thing in the bathroom and they're all and it was like overflowing and they're like oh wow like fucking damn people are like just using hella fucking like people just hella people have hella diabetes insulin. like what the fuck and then they thought about it and they're like oh no that's like a lot of heroin <laughs> yeah i don't know though because that's the thing in public places it actually makes the most sense that you're gonna like when you take your insulin which you have to do multiple times a day maybe right. a public bathroom but for it because to be fucking a, overflowing with but fucking if there's a sharps though? if there's a sharps thing then yeah, yeah you might as well it, it you're not like you're not filling the one up at your house so you might as well throw it, do it yeah, yeah. well because like that's the thing a lot of the times that's what they're there for like they're i don't think they were initially put there for druggies they're there for people no well yeah diabetes. of course yeah but I, like people are definitely gonna still fucking go shoot up heroin and then throw them in there yeah. totally but honestly that's what the weird part is the people that use needles for heroin they don't typically throw them away they keep them right. and they use them that's like 15 saying. times i mean that's fucking recycling though that they're saving <laughs> it is they're they're being <laughs> eco-friendly reuse recycle <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> okay so actually wait hold on i read a funny reddit <laughs> post where this girl was like yeah i i dotted out it like dropped my rig meaning needle and uh i washed it off though so i'm pretty sure it's still good to use <laughs> she got, Legend. Like, fucking dirt and gravel and shit <laughs> you have, like, you, you, dirt. <laughs> you're, you're like a week deep with the same rig and it's starting to get rust on it because you're by the ocean that's oh. so fucking <laughs> gross, <dude. laughs> wow. so before Ryan derailed the entire show with his joke about assaulting homeless people. Oh, I did that <laughs> is how we derailed this, huh? That's funny. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even realize yep. I was the one who derailed this whole thing. That's hilarious. <laughs> Positive so, shout out. <laughs> so, like I said, heroin is not cruelty free. But, okay, so I'll just say the year again. So this is 1874. And this is C.R. Alder Wright. First dude to make heroin. Heroin. Not C.L. Alder. Negative wrong. shout out. <laughs> so, this would not even begin the spark for heroin, though, as it would go unused for another 23 years until independently resynthesized by chemist uh, Felix Hoffman. Cool is, that, is he related to Albert Hoffman? I think he's related to Mike Hoffman, the professional BMX rider. I forgot about that guy. That guy fucking rules, dude. Yeah, that guy does rule. He's sick. Again, for the dozenth time, this took place in Germany. Where Jeez. else would it take place? Dude, the German engineering, killing it, dude. The German they chemists. Just, they just like to make really fucked up drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're ruining the world. Uh, so, <laughs> nah, well, dude, positive fact, shout out Germany, so, dude. <laughs> so, for once, this wasn't by Pfizer or anything. This time, it'd be under... Bayer Pharmaceuticals, which you may know from their widespread pain relief medication, aspirin, or maybe by the time they infected and killed thousands of hemophiliacs with AIDS, Whoa. they sold thousands, tens of thousands, of not hundreds of thousands of people with hemophilia, AIDS-ridden blood. Oh, that's and killed thousands of people Jeez. and had to pay millions of dollars. I, I thought that was the joke you were talking about. It's like that's not funny. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I, well, it was a joke. The, 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 the joke was you may know Bayer from either aspirin or the time they killed thousands of people with AIDS. <laughs> that's the joke. I mean, it was pretty funny. I get it. I definitely, I definitely knew their aspirin thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah most people know the aspirin. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was. I was like, they make something that starts with an A. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure they've done fucked up shit AIDS. with. Um... <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Negative shout out. Well, I guess technically positive, but uh... <laughs> I'm fairly sure that's that wasn't their though. only controversy. But it, yeah, that's it, fucking crazy, it, dude. Yeah. Either way, they were trying to make the drug codeine, which is a less potent, less addictive uh, alternative to morphine. Instead, they created heroin, which is an even more potent alternative to morphine. The name heroin would be coined by the Bayer company based on the German word herrisch, 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 meaning heroic strong. Damn. That is what I think of when I think of people on heroin. should have named it Hercules, dude. <laughs> it essentially is. Shooting up the Herc, dude. I'm sure you'll think about that next time you I hear got, heroin. I've been thinking about it since I read that heroic strong. I got those hercs and I got those perks, dude. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, in 1895, Bayer marketed the now trademarked heroin as an over-the-counter drug, meaning that you can find bottles from the original sales saying heroin right across the front. It's pretty cool. Look up the old bottles. They're really neat. This new drug hit the shelves as a non-addictive morphine alternative cough suppressant as morphine was extremely popular at the time, I guess. I guess people were very, very addicted to morphine at around 1890s to early 1900s. Yeah, dude, it's fucking wild how fucking addicted people were. It's fucking right. crazy. I was wondering, like, a as, lot of the if this was the alternative to try to get people off morphine, this was so this was sold as a morphine alternative to try to wean people off of morphine, but it was found that heroin was almost more addictive um and it would soon be realized that um it, uh, the addictiveness as the first regulation of the sale of heroin would be in 1914 when the U.S. passed the Harrison Narcotics Tax Act, which controlled the sales of a range of different opioids, including morphine and heroin, to make them available only through a doctor's prescription. And by 1924, the United States completely banned the sale, importation, and manufacturing of heroin, and it would be from then on that Heroin would be an illegal street drug in the United States far before the Controlled Substance Act, which is when I feel like most of the drugs we've talked about became illegal street drugs. Yeah. Damn, Yeah, dude. it's kind of interesting. Yeah, in 1924, heroin was made illegal. Why is it still around? <laughs> uh, I know. I think even before that, I think opium was made illegal and it was like 1875 or something like that. Uh, they made it... Or, Maybe it wasn't the use, but I think it was the importation or something. But it was like the very first, it was the very first anti-drug law ever. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. That was like, damn, like something that's so popular still was like the first thing to be like made illegal. All I'm saying is if I was given one ride in a time machine, I'm going back to 1897, two years after it hits the shelves, morphine's still around. I could just kick around for a bit, you know predict the future get rich i'd be like <laughs> no, there's a, there's that there's that there's that uh funny joke um that's like even if i were to go back in time to try to predict things or get rich off future ideas i wouldn't know enough about how anything works to even invent <laughs> anything <laughs> just yeah. like just like okay yeah you know cell phones are gonna exist but you don't know how to create a fucking cell phone yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, there's a fucking I don't remember what comedian that they have a whole bit about that of uh, just like 
Oh, so I'm stealing jokes now? Yeah, definitely. I don't I don't know who does that bit, but they're like, go back in time, and they're like, look, an iPhone, like, and they're like, I don't know how it works, but it's fucking cool, <laughs> something like that. Like, I'm butchering the joke, but I don't even remember who that is, so positive Typical. shout out to that guy, though, or gal. So, it's from here well, I, where, where I will pass the torch to you, Ryan. Um, you want to talk about the history of heroin within the United States as it pertains to the culture. And I feel like this is a good place to, to kind of hand it off. 1924, because blues would come around pretty shortly after this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I could fucking start with the uh, music. Because uh, that would probably make sense, because that is the very early on ages. Um, so, yeah, dude, first person I'm going to talk about has to do with jazz. Guy was born like in 1920, jazz. and he fucking rips on the saxophone. His name's Charlie Parker. Let's get a fucking round of applause, guys. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, I guess I'm on my. I guess I'm on my own on that one. <laughs> Fuck Charlie. Sorry, we, we, we can edit like the we applause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, Charlie Parker. Uh, the first time I ever tried heroin, he was 15 years old. Uh, this dude was born in 1920, so this was 1935 when he tried heroin, which is a freaking. I mean, dude. Wait, you said it was 1935? This is when he tried heroin. Whoa. Okay. The first time. He was, he was young 15, as hell. 15, dude, yeah. So, pretty crazy, dude. But, so, this dude plays saxophone, jazz saxophonist. is known to be one of the best saxophonists ever. And especially for that era, was, like, fucking crazy good. And so, uh, but he had a fucking really nice Better than Careless addiction. Whisper? Better than who? Careless Whisper, the song? I don't know who that is or what the- with the with the crazy jazz solo. Oh, you know it. Come on, with the crazy jazz solo. Yeah, that do fucking do helps. Do 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 do. I'm not gonna do it. I, uh, I did. It. Oh, I did that's everyone knows. Okay, careless yeah. whisper. I know what song the that best is. saxophone solo ever. No, it's trash, dude. Fuck oh, that song. <laughs> talking about Charlie Parker, dude. Fuck the whoever the fuck you're talking about, dude. <laughs> anyway <laughs> sure the guy Negative i'm talking about out. is still alive so fuck i mean he's guy. winning in that aspect fuck that guy dude so charlie, charlie parker. parker died what a pussy yeah <laughs> wow way to give it away dude <laughs> <laughs> he's a hundred years old he's fucking jesus he's, christ he's a hundred and two years old sorry wow anyway so uh, the issue with Charlie Parker, though, even though he's an amazing saxophonist, is he had a crazy bad heroin addiction. So he would often show up late, strung out to gigs and recording sessions, only to mesmerize the room the second he picked up his horn. So he would just be a complete fuck up, show up late, and then show up and then just fucking rip the fuck out of his saxophonist. Wait, why was he bringing strings if he played the sax? What? You said he was strung out. He didn't play guitar. <laughs> So strung out is a term. Uh, when <laughs> you, you don't are... have to explain strung out. <laughs> uh, I guess. All right. I won't explain it. Look it up. Okay. Google it. Good. Uh, so anyway, uh, so a lot of people say his heroin addiction coincided with the leap in his musical abilities because uh, when he was 16, he went and played with a famous drummer, Joe Jones, and uh, was just like, 
pretty much not paying attention and just playing way too fast. And uh, Joe Jones had to like throw a symbol at him to like get him to fucking stop playing because he just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and uh, they were like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like kicked him out, and then he like just like went and just practiced like fucking crazy. Just got like stupid good, and was just also like doing heroin like crazy as well. And uh, people were saying that like even though you know heroin's really bad, it was also possibly uh, you know making him a better musician and uh, a lot of people think it influenced him to be a really good saxophonist so uh you know positive and negative shout out simultaneously uh but so in uh 1946 he was supposed to play a show in LA and uh he was searching like all the way around town for drugs uh trying to find heroin and he finally showed up like super fucking late the band was already playing and uh like i guess the crowd like wasn't really like feeling it or whatever and he showed up and literally got the crowd like to their feet and like fucking blew everybody away it's like damn like how you show up fucking just hella late and then you just still like just blow everyone away like that could you imagine being someone just extremely addicted to a drug and trying to travel though that would be a nightmare because you could start having you could pretty much start having withdrawals within a couple hours so yeah on the road, you really either got to bring a bunch with you or... Yeah, that's probably... If you can't yeah. find any around town, you're going to fucking figure it out at some point. Yeah, I'll get into that with some uh, people I'm going to talk about after this. Because <laughs> there's definitely some interesting stories about that. Um, uh, but anyway, so uh, that show, that show in 1946 in L.A. Uh, was recorded. And when it was released, musicians and jazz fans were fucking astounded. They were like... That was crazy. <laughs> like, never heard anything like that before. Uh, and so there's a there's a recording out there. It's called the 1946 Jazz, or sorry, it's called 1946 Jazz at the Philharmonic Concert. It is a uh, uh, release by um, Charlie Parker, and uh, fucking very good. Nice. Uh, so. Yeah, the unfortunate thing, though, is he was, you know, even though he was killing it on saxophone and, you know, was maybe heroin was maybe helping him get, you know, be the great saxophonist that he was, uh, he was extremely addicted to heroin, which is a not good thing. So, you know, obviously, you know, no judgment if you are addicted to heroin, but like, not super great for your health. So, no. Not at all. It's crazy, though, because he played the sax, and you feel like you need to be able to breathe pretty well, and heroin yeah. is, uh, you know, not great for... <laughs> <laughs> breathing. <laughs> I said for breathing, yeah. yeah. I didn't know where I was going with that. Yeah, it's just not... It's a, you know, respiratory depression. So, yeah. Or depressives. Right. No, I agree. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's not good for your body, so... Anyway, uh, yeah, I I don't know. Um, I, I think of maybe what how how good or of a saxophone he may have been uh, if he you know wasn't doing heroin. But who knows? <laughs> we won't. Uh, <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah, it's one of those so. the world will never know. Just like how many licks does it take to get to the center of the dizzy bob? <laughs> True. So anyway, uh, he was so addicted to heroin, though, that at one point he ended up signing over half of his royalties to his dealer in order to keep himself just steadily supplied. So I don't know if the listener, any of you guys don't know what royalties are. It's when you get it like basically a back end check. So like any money or anything you 
if you release like a record or something, uh, you will get royalties based off of like you know your credit. Or if you worked on like if you produced on a song, you may get royalties, which are you know anytime anyone buys your album, you get a certain percentage of that. Uh, so so his gave, dealer had a lifelong. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> he he signed over a percentage of his lifelong music essentially. Uh, so anytime anyone buys any Charlie Parker, you know, records, then fucking he would get a cut of that essentially, which is crazy. <laughs> That's like yeah. you're fully addicted at that point, you know. Oh so, yeah. Imagine you get clean and then your dealer still has half your royalties. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> he never did get clean, and uh, his addiction really just started to deteriorate deteriorate his life and his body, and uh, like literally to the point where his like his friends were like what the fuck is even happening like they would literally like like someone would see him like walking around at dawn like uh there was a story he was outside of uh this famous venue um i don't remember what it's called um but uh he was outside McDonald's? of McDonald's what's up McDonald's no <laughs> <laughs> uh he was outside up, in like Denny's? the por- <laughs> 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 he was outside in the pouring rain uh and someone was just like dude like what are you doing? He was like, I don't know. I have nowhere to go. And, uh, ended up dying, uh, at the age of 34 and it was 1955. Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, cause he was vomiting blood in his friend's hotel suite. And they found out the official cause of death was uh, pneumonia and a bleeding ulcer. Probably Damn. due to heroin use, but I don't know that. Um, so, but, yeah, pretty crazy, dude. Fucking dead at 34. He was just constantly using heroin and just kind of fucked his life up. Pretty gnarly. Yeah, pretty gnarly. So, but yeah, it's super... Don't be like Charlie Parker. Dude, You're good fucking... at the sax, but don't die at 34 from heroin. Yeah. That's my, that's my advice. That's Raven's advice corner day. Yeah, day. Don't die at 30. You die at 35 from heroin, but not 34. Or 27. <laughs> yeah, well, that happened to a lot of people, actually, which I'll continue <laughs> with that. Um, but yeah, so it was super, super popular in like the jazz scene uh, in in that era. Uh, Miles Davis, he's a famous trumpeter. Uh, one of the actually best jazz albums of all time is uh, fucking Kind of Blue. He was but, a trumper? He was a trump, <laughs> trumpet or <laughs> he put oh. the trumpet. <laughs> uh so he was addicted to heroin for not a super long time. Um I think it was five or six years, I can't remember exactly. Um but uh so this is before Kinda Blue came out, so he recorded that when he was sober from heroin. But he uh at one point when he was addicted to heroin uh, apparently he he let uh he stopped going to gigs which a lot of people do when you're on heroin <laughs> so uh and then he allegedly was res- he resorted to pimping for money because he was missing gigs <laughs> and we've uh, all heard that ain't easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've so, all heard that yeah we have all in fact heard that i i have heard that <laughs> So, yeah, and then another famous uh, jazz uh, musician who actually did play on, he played on Kind of Blue. He was one of the saxophonists. His name is John Coltrane, one of the best saxophonists of all time. He's fucking incredible. Uh, So he was playing, uh, sorry, so John Coltrane was also extremely addicted to heroin for like six years. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you may know his uh, album Soul Train or his other album Blue Train. 
Uh, or his other album, Red. Take a ride on my big red train. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this album actually I'm about to talk about is uh, Thelonious Monk sitting in a red wagon. So interesting. Uh, <laughs> interesting. You thought of the word red. Thought of the color red. <laughs> Whoa, dude! Crazy. I thought of a color. Dude, you thought of it's a insane. color. Insane. Well, I was actually thinking Good about job. the song. You thought of a color. I was thinking about the song uh, "Ride on My Big Green Tractor." <laughs> oh, hell yeah, that sounds yeah. like a banger, dude. Yeah, that song just lives rent free in my brain. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so John Coltrane he was super addicted to heroin for like six years. I think it was like from fifty one to uh, fifty six, something like that. But anyway, so he was playing a concert with Thelonious Monk, uh, and this record is called "Monk's Music" by Thelonious Monk. You can listen to it on Spotify or Title or whatever you have. But there's a track in there called Well You Needn't. And uh, in the middle of the track, uh, Coltrane, basically they're like playing like this whole drum solo and stuff because essentially what happened is Coltrane fucking nodded out because he was on heroin and fucking he was supposed to come in and just didn't. And so fucking you literally hear them in the background like yelling at him. They're like, hey, like you can hear someone like Coltrane. Like, and then he finally just wakes up and then he just fucking starts ripping on saxophone again. And uh, dude's a fucking legend, crazy. Uh, so, but also, uh, fucking was using heroin for six years. But it also was like the start of his like whole career, and then he ended up like fucking getting super famous and playing on all these albums. But he got sober before he like really like his career like fully launched off. So, um, shouts out that guy for you know getting it under control because a lot of people don't. Uh, so yeah, this was uh, the fifties. So then let's move on to musicians in the sixties. So fucking John Lennon and Yoko Ono. I don't know if anyone here is familiar with the Beatles. No, no. You guys don't know the Beatles? What's that? I'm talking about the fucking English rock band, the Beatles. the Beatles, dude. They're freaking dope. <clears throat> More are like the Dung Beatles. Are ha! We talking about a rock band or a Beatle? <laughs> Talking about a rock band named the Beatles. More like the Dung Beatles. Ha! You're fucking. <laughs> so did so Yo- did Yoko dude. get John Lennon addicted to heroin? Uh, I don't know actually how that actually started, uh, and I'm not gonna try to butcher any of that. Uh, so, but uh, he started using heroin. John Lennon started using heroin in the late '60s, and you can see it in the Get Back documentary. Like literally every day, he shows up fucking hella late, and it looks like fucking hell uh because he was fucking doing a bunch of heroin and slept in and shit and there's even at one point in the middle of uh it's in the second episode of the get back or like part two or whatever where they're in the studio and uh he fucking reaches into his pocket he like looks around at the cameras reaches into his pocket and pulls out a bag of probably heroin and like shows it and then he realized and then he looks at the camera because he didn't know there was one in front of him and it was like, oh, fuck, and, like, hides it really quick. <laughs> and it's in the fucking documentary. It's well, he's a so freak, funny. right? Like, Yellow Submarine, that's a reference to where you pee in your partner's butt, right? I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> Is that actually a thing, or are you fucking just making shit up? <laughs> Take a ride in the Yellow Submarine. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> we fairly all certain. live in a Yellow you, Submarine. Jesus Christ. I I'm fairly certain that's not true. <laughs> so anyway, Raven's out here spread misinformation. Uh, but well, you know, we fight enough at misinformation. I feel like I could spread a little of my own. Jesus Christ! Especially about the Beatles. He's dead. He can't defend himself. 
R.I.P. <laughs> to John Lennon. Fuck Raven. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about 60s. So we're going to also have to talk about Eric Clapton, who was a fucking crazy good guitar player, but also extremely addicted to heroin. And, also a piece uh, of shit. Yeah. I, well, he did start a rehab called Crossroads, which he uh, uh, made for people of all incomes to be able to fucking t- get their addiction under control. But also was not the greatest dude when he was using drugs. So I agree. I think what, even no. to this day, he's still like, like, now he's like a Trumpy type. Oh, is he? I did not know I think that. It's some, something like that. He's come out and said some really fucked up shit. Wow. USA. USA. I did not know that, but. Yeah, I think he's canceled. Wow. I didn't know that. Interesting. Uh, I'll have to they research all that. his cheeks. Jeez. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, regardless, he, when he was using heroin, he would fucking literally like, lay down on stage like on his back and just play guitar just fucked up on heroin and uh it's crazy like i've seen videos of it it's fucking weird dude it's wild um so formerly in Derek and the dominoes yeah exactly and cream and he was also i think in the yardbirds as well with uh fucking uh fuck who's the guy from fucking zeppelin um Who's the guitar? Jimmy Page. Jesus Christ. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name. Uh anyway. So it's just it's just interesting how much heroin has been a part of music and like the creation of music oh, and stuff over. He's a the racist guy. Who? Clapton? Yeah. yeah. And anti vax. He's like Britain super white. Oh, fuck that guy then, dude. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Dang, you're just out here saying he's the best. I think it's funny. I heard you saying he's he really good at guitar. Shoot, I like how he used to shoot heroin, but he's anti vax. Yeah, that's fucking insane, dude. <laughs> he says he exactly. says fucking he Saudis taking over London. <laughs> you said, oh what, my Raven? god, he said fucking Saudis taking over London, and then he said, oh my god, uh, the, he said, <laughs> oh the my god, expl- he said that I'm not gonna say it, and I'm not gonna say it, and the, I'm not gonna say it. Fucking Jamaicans don't belong here. We don't want them. Oh here. my god, <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's so <laughs> fucked, dude. Holy he just shit. said it. He, well, no, he did say uh, yeah, a couple bad uh, slang terms for black people, but he did say wow. uh, Arabs in there, but I didn't want to say that, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, that's I fucked. Know. I figured, right, I figured negative we should have said out. that because like, I, I just learned about it recently. Like, that's my mom's, crazy. Like, one of my family friends is really into old classic music. Like, yeah. Loves him and was like, posting about him being upset about it and i was like holy shit no way dude but that's fucking nuts i swear it's these these, these guys get like uh like senile and then they I, start dude, posting. Probably, no <laughs> he started saying it in the 70s it says oh really? oh, yeah. oh <laughs> really yeah, yeah. <laughs> holy yeah, shit yeah, yeah that's crazy oh, wow yeah no, apparently all right not, well dude. fucking <laughs> negative shout out clapton <laughs> fuck that guy dude holy shit uh, all right. Well, anyway, Eric, uh, clap him. <laughs> so Eric, somebody should have clapped him. <laughs> Eric gonorrhea. Tin. <laughs> nice. Oh, get it. Cause clap. All right. Nice. That was a good one. Actually. I, oh, at first I was like, that fucking I think sucks, chlamydia, dude. I think and then I was like, clap. oh, that was a good joke. <laughs> yeah. I used to think of chlamydia too, but oh, I guess the clap is actually gonorrhea. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild, yeah. dude. It's kind of stupid. You're kind of stupid. I'm just kidding. Sorry. That was mean. Uh, <laughs> Jim Morrison, dude, The Doors, which I'm honestly not really a fan of The Doors, but R.I.P. Jim Morrison. Uh, apparently, uh, his his death is a mystery, but speculation is that uh, his his death was partly due to heroin use. Uh, he was found dead in a bathtub 
in France. And authorities say it was from heart failure, and it's speculated that it was due to, uh, you know, the heart failure was due to heroin overdose. But uh, they never did an autopsy, and they uh, fucking, like, buried him, like, almost immediately. It's not too late. So it's, yeah, well, they'd have to, you know, dig him up, but. I I think there'd be just bones now. Yeah, probably. Let's autopsy those bones. (laughs) (laughs) I want those bones. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I'm going to jump Jim Morrison's dead bones. (laughs) Fuck. So, uh, yeah, anyway, fucking, he, I don't know how he died, but. What do you you think? Maybe he faked his death? Could have been. That's a good point. Uh, Anyway, let's talk about Keith Richards, my boy. Talked about him before in the past. This is the second time we're talking about Keith Richards on another episode, which is fucking awesome. Uh, it just shows how fucking party animal that guy was, dude. He like yeah, party more like shows your spread of music knowledge. You have you've had to talk about the same guy twice, and you've talked about the dead fifteen times. <laughs> we're gonna talk about him again in this episode, dude. <laughs> okay, this one I'll give it to you. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> H, go and give it to you. <laughs> anyway, uh, Keith Richards, uh, he would... It's funny because he would use heroin and he would also use cocaine, but he would like... So he would wake up and he liked to start his day. Like, he would wake up and then do heroin because then he would like... He said he would like smooth into his like start of his day. He would just get like a nice, <laughs> slow, relaxed start, which is yeah. fucking... I mean, gotta opposite give it to coffee. the guy, dude. Yeah, it's opposite coffee. It's fucking... Kind of a good idea, not gonna lie. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying you should do heroin, but I'm just gonna say if you're gonna do heroin, like sounds like you're advocating, but eh, I mean, if you're <laughs> Keith, if you're Keith Richards and you're fucking, never mind. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, we were talking earlier about uh, your addiction of heroin, and uh, well, not your addiction, but <laughs> the the addiction of heroin and then traveling with somebody, and so he got super addicted to heroin. And, uh, but I mean, he wasn't like using it like fucking literally all day or anything like that. Like he actually is, it's funny in his book, Life, uh, his autobiography, he was talking about how like he like treated his body like somewhat of a temple. Like he fucking, he, whenever he did like do drugs, he always made sure it was like the highest quality possible and shit and would always like, no, you know, he would not like overdo it. That's why like homie's still alive after doing drugs for so many years. So anyway, he was arrested in Canada in 1977 for having an ounce of heroin in his hotel room. Jeez. So he was just traveling with an ounce of heroin, or could have been more from, uh, you know, could have been more. Uh, Can we talk about dosages? Said, no, I didn't want to because I feel like that that's like advocacy in a way. I I guess we've talked about dosages with every other drug. <clears throat> yeah, but this is a drug that you could easily easily kill yourself on. Yeah, I guess the yeah. main thing that I should mention then to think of it because of an ounce being, you know, an ounce, right? To get an idea of how many doses that could be. A lot. I think five milligrams is the active threshold dose yeah. right, of pure heroin. So it's a lot. So that, well, and, and uh, with purities, I don't feel I don't I don't feel comfortable saying uh, like this is the the dose range for heroin because then maybe someone listens to our podcast and they're like, oh, they said I should do x um, milligrams or whatever drinking out of cups podcast said this is the the dose yeah. range and then theirs is cut with fentanyl and they fucking die i don't want that on my shoulders whatsoever so i'm not giving anyone any recommendation of any kind of dosages for this 
I respect. I guess that. it's not not recommendation. Yeah. It's just more or less like well, saying not, recommendation not, no, 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 no. is not what's re- going to get you <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm not. I do, yeah. but we've also already said it with every other drug and but it, yeah, other drugs you can't. There's not a fucking overdose rate like there is with heroin, like no, with any of the drugs we've talked about, except no. for like fentanyl. Well, and that's the thing is most heroin nowadays has fentanyl cut into it. So I'm not going to say one way or the other what is the suggested dose for someone using heroin for the first time. If you want to find that information, go online, look it up. That's what I'll say. Yeah, It's on the internet what the the recommended dose for a new user would be. It, well, find I don't think that, that they're even considered. It's not but, recommended dosages. It's just saying like there's this a is range. How online. much this would do to you? Like this is what it would do. Well, there's a um, range online you could find. I found it, and I, I'm just saying I'm not going to say any of those numbers because any of those numbers cut with fentanyl would kill someone, and I don't want to be responsible. Right. So it's not that I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to advocate for it whatsoever. So I'm not going to give anyone information on how to use it. So. All right, moving on. Back to Keith Richards. So he had a fucking ounce of heroin in his hotel room. Got caught with it. Was even found guilty, but he also but he fucking ended up still walking because literally every day of the trials, people would fucking gather outside of the courthouse and just be like, "Free Keith, free Keith!" Like fucking yelling, and they were just fucking annoyed. And they also had like apparently a pretty good defense. I don't know. You, you read the fucking book; he'll talk about it. But uh, it's just funny that he ended up walking. Oh, and also ended up uh, partying with the fucking prime minister's wife uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> and then, but his literally his only punishment was to play a free show for the blind, which I he hope was he like that was to fucking that prime dope. minister. You hope he what? I hope he cucked to that prime minister. I mean, maybe. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but yeah, Keith Richards, dude, he is written. I mean, the fucking that song uh uh walk before you run or whatever uh that's on some girls uh he you know i've said it in the cocaine episode (laughs) he fucking stayed up for five days straight recording that and that was a mixture of heroin and cocaine so fucking that's crazy um but he ended up quitting heroin in 1978 and uh was able to quit and uh so shouts out that if you want to hear what it sounds like for someone to be fucked up on heroin look up his interview in 1974 he's wearing like a red suit or something in it and it is just like literally him talking the entire time it's just like yeah so like i was like yeah yeah it's just like fucking the most like just whispered conversation dude it was it's crazy he just sounds so fucked up on heroin it's just like whoa dude uh but anyway Positive shout out Keith Richards. That guy's fucking dope. Uh, don't use heroin though. Um, then we got my boy Jerry Garcia, the Ben and Jerry's flavor. Uh, no, that's actually Cherry <laughs> Garcia. I'm talking about my boy Jerry Garcia. Uh, yeah, he's fucking dope, dude. Uh, guitar player for the Grateful Dead. Uh, lead guitar player for the Grateful Dead, amongst other things. He so what's that? What? The Grateful Dead. Best band ever, dude. What's okay. the lead guitar hero mean? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he would use heroin. Uh, he started using heroin in the uh, early-ish 70s. And uh, he would... 
basically just use it to kind of mellow things out because as any if anyone knows anything about the dead they uh fucking traveled and toured like nine months out of the year like always we're always playing and that you know kind of takes a toll out of you and uh one thing i forgot to mention about keith richards is when they uh when the whole reason he got into heroin is because they were you know they were playing and touring all the fucking time and uh and, and like when they were first starting to get famous and he was you know started chatting with the older cats and there's just like yo so like how how do you guys deal with this all the time like how have you been doing this for so many years and they're like oh you know just smoke a little bit of this and take a little bit of this and a little bit of that was you know heroin or opiates and stuff and so uh that's how he got introduced to it and so jerry garcia probably the same way uh you know they were busy doing shit all the time and heroin you know mellowed him out and made things a little easier to deal with and so uh he he would do that and uh he even made bob weir the rhythm guitar player his uh his bag man and uh so he would fucking give him all of his heroin and just be like here just give me no matter what i say like no matter how like fucking much i yell or whatever like just only give me this amount every day and uh he would do that and then you know sometimes bob would partake but not you know he wasn't really into it which i actually i didn't really know that until like researching for this episode (laughs) that bob actually did partake in heroin so um pretty interesting but uh then the my boy brent midland he was the keyboard player in the 80s uh he was also very into heroin um and uh so him and jerry you know kind of had a bond because they would just go and smoke heroin together and uh, smoke it or shoot it i think they were i think they were into smoking heroin <clears throat> but i'm not sure maybe they were shooting it i'm not 100 percent sure um but anyway they were you know they were doing heroin together. They're heroin buds. And uh, so, uh, yeah, but Brent but Brent Midland ended up dying from um, heroin use. I think it was, or it was, it was an accidental overdose. I don't know if it was actually heroin is exactly what he overdosed on. I believe it was, but I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that, but that was sad. That was in uh, 1990, I believe. And then, uh, but yeah, so Jerry's, you know, Heroin use just really fucking fucked fucked him up, dude. I mean, he got ended up getting super fat and uh, was just very unhealthy because he kind of couldn't really go outside without getting fucked with all the time. Like people always being like, "Oh my god, Jerry Garcia!" Like like everyone idolized him in the, in the dead. Like the, he was like the fucking person they idolized. So he uh you know would just sit at home and just do heroin all the time and just play his guitar, which he ended up getting fucking way better at guitar because you just sit at home and play all the time. But he also was uh, getting fat and uh, ended up getting into a diabetic coma in 1986, uh, and lost like five days. Like like you said, he was he don't he doesn't remember anything from like those five days. Uh, I I don't know if he was out for five days or what, but um, yeah. So uh, and he doesn't then he remember ended, anything now. No, because he ended up dying in 1995. Uh, he went to a uh, rehab facility and died in his sleep and. Uh, yeah, so it just goes to show what, you know, heroin does to you and, uh, you know, not exercising and just doing heroin all the time. R.I.P. Gary Garcinian. Jerry Garcia, Jerry he, Garcia uh, don't put smut on his name. He also, I think, was known for um, nodding out while playing. Uh, Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. That's what my mom said. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't know that. That's... uh. 
It, it, it really wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, because even the dead had kind of like a jazz style, like very improv, improv, improvisational. Improv. And, uh, <laughs> I was trying to put, add an extra syllable. In, well, in I know. I think I, well, uh, it sounded like you're going to say improvocative or something. Oh, <laughs> improvative. No, I always try to just add an extra syllable to that word, and I, it, there is no extra syllable. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I don't know. It it, it sucks because you know, fucking. Uh, heroin has influenced you know music to you know have all these fucking amazing songs and all these amazing amazing artists and stuff like that but at the same time and you know it gives and taketh it gives and taketh away heroin giveth and heroin and taketh. yeah exactly <laughs> and so another taketh uh janice joplin dude she died 27 from a heroin overdose rip, rip. which her friend wrote about and said that um it was not heroin that it was her oh walking out of her hotel room um, to go get cigarettes from the vending machine and breaking her nose from a fall because she just did some heroin. Oh, so it wasn't an overdose? died from... Uh, Drowning in her blood. Well, yeah, just like asphyxiation, like um, not being mm. able to breathe. Oh, whoa, that's Dang. crazy. But that's just her friend who was there saying that, who believes, she's like, I'll take this to my grave that she didn't die from an actual OD. Well, but I mean, if she was there... Who but, knows? Yeah, who knows? Another person That's who didn't die from what is said <laughs> about their death. Yeah, Kurt Cobain, dude. <laughs> R.I.P. to that guy. Wait, but... I thought he went insane and blew his brains. Absolutely mm, fucking not. No. 150% that did not happen. There is yeah. so much proof contrary to the suicide idea. Yeah, and we know Raven's a, the conspiracy theorist and conspiracy nut of this, uh, not, not even theorist, just nut. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's just a nutty guy. Been yelling um, about a lot of shit. Recently. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, but yeah, Kurt Cobain, fucking, you know, supposedly the story is that he, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, they say that he got high on heroin and you know was super depressed and stuff like that and uh, blew his brains out with a shotgun. And uh, well, as we've come to know over the years and find out information that uh, that's not 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 really what happened well there's so many conspiracies with um the amount of heroin that was found in his body too people exactly. people will say that there was so much heroin that he wouldn't have even been able to like pick up the gun by the time uh that the heroin got into his bloodstream and pretty much knocked him out or yeah. some people will say no he was just a normal heroin user so that was his normal dose uh it, there's just so much fucking convolution when it comes to his death uh, yeah and Absolutely. with uh, with people quite literally admitting to killing him and like being paid for it, and we're on record <laughs> and even recorded saying it, and that yeah. person then like days after admitting it found uh, was found mysteriously dead. So yeah, exactly. It's uh, <clears throat> it, it's it's very fishy, and it, yeah. it sucks that you know we haven't figured it out. But I mean, I think it's pretty well figured out when someone admits it and then it ends up dead days later. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, it's pretty fishy. I, I it just sucks that there's like obviously nothing that ended up coming of it like you know nobody right. got you know in trouble for it or whatever so yeah. but anyway even then that dude could have just been saying he, he was also like a he was like in the grunge scene so yeah. he could have been just saying that shit for money from an interviewer or something yeah yeah i mean yeah who knows so um but either way r.i.p it sucks it, we fucking lost a real one from yeah heroin we lost a lot of good people from heroin so, not people that I know personally, but... But his legacy burns bright, that's for sure. Absolutely.
So, but anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move a little bit away from music and just kind of talk about the general like culture. Uh, I mean, so I guess I was talking about like kind of the '60s and stuff, and so I kind of want to just mention like the Golden Triangle. If anyone doesn't know what the Golden Triangle is, it's an area in Southeast Asia, uh, and it was for a very long time the center of opium production and trade of the entire world. Uh, so this happened during the Vietnam War. The Americans uh, that were over there uh, were introduced to opium and heroin. Uh, some would smoke opium, some would do heroin, because uh, there is a difference. And, uh, you know, a lot of people came back super addicted to fucking opiates. And uh, so... That uh, is a completely different perspective in my brain than I originally thought. I thought the Golden Triangle was um an Eiffel Tower but with P play. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> that it was a golden shower but in the Eiffel Tower position. Oh my god. So you just stand in the triangle peeing on each other's legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're peeing wow. on the participant that's in the in the center of the of the Eiffel Tower. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was the golden triangle. Sorry. Wow, this is I, I'm sorry, I'm just like my my world is flipped upside down. Sorry. <laughs> all right well i'm glad we uh we cleared that up because that, that's my <laughs> second golden shower joke of the of the episode damn dude you're fucking so funny dude i mean one of them wasn't even a shower it was more of a <laughs> <laughs> submarine of sorts jesus all right anyway uh so a lot of these soldiers came back uh addicted to heroin and we're still looking for a uh heroin fix and so they would buy it on the streets or whatever and uh but the military also was supposedly uh, working with a guy by the name of Frank Lucas. And uh, he was a, I don't know if anyone's here heard of the movie American Gangster. No. Uh, so in in that movie, which this is said to be actually fake, <coughs> uh, is he brought, uh, basically he, they were shipping heroin in the coffins of the dead people coming back from Vietnam. Uh, and cause he was working with the military and stuff like that. Apparently that actually didn't happen, but who knows if it did or not. I don't know. I bet um, that was the, the military making them say that was fake. Oh, cause I'm pretty sure yeah. that was a hundred percent real. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've, I feel like I've even read Reddit reports of people in the military because people said that they sent back Saddam Hussein gold, um, from Afghanistan back to the United States. Yeah. Probably. So I guarantee things like heroin have been sent back. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, I mean, so I I believe it's probably true. I mean, it would, if he's fucking working with the military to even get the heroin, because I guess he knew somebody. It was like, cause like, I don't know. He knew somebody who was in the military and fucking was able to, like, uh, make a deal with this guy over in, uh, I think it was in Vietnam. I, I don't know what country it was in, but somewhere in the Golden Triangle, and he was able to get fucking... Uh, heroin shipped back and, uh, was responsible for, uh, <laughs> the fucking all of the heroin in Harlem, essentially, in, uh, the late 60s, early 70s. And, uh, yeah, dude was fucking wild. So, anyway, if you want to learn more about that, watch the movie American Gangster. It's a really good watch. And, uh, but, so for a long time, the Golden Triangle was responsible for the, you know, all of, most of the opium trade in the, in the world. But uh, I would like to correct myself. Yeah, uh, what's up? Before I get uh, geography yelled at, <laughs> Saddam Hussein's palaces were in Iraq, not Afghanistan. Yeah, true. 
I was going to do Sorry. it. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> well, I pr- appreciate that. But anyway, so, yeah, speaking of Afghanistan, though, uh, it, that is actually where 90% of the world's heroin comes from. Uh, the opium trade in Afghanistan is the number one income for the Taliban and Al-Qaeda, which is why the U.S. fucking bombs their poppy fields and heroin factories whenever they get a chance. And yeah. also, in the fact, in the meantime, they are, uh, they've killed multiple civilians in the process. Uh, there's a... Yeah, multiple is a nice way of saying that. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely numerous. more than one numerous, yeah. <laughs> the I read an article where they killed fucking eight civilians bombing a factory and a uh, field, and uh, that's just one incident, incident where that happened, so. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty wild. And uh, so, yeah, I, I read that I think the Taliban makes like $200 million a year or something off of like uh, um, their heroin and opium trade. Damn. So, yeah, it's uh, anytime we bomb their shit, it's to fucking, you know, hurt them and, you know. Remember that their, when uh, you're ordering uh, any kind of opium or heroin off the dark web, if you're one of the people absolutely. doing that, that you are directly probably funding the Taliban. Absolutely, yeah. Cause, well, it's yeah. called Afghan heroin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A lot of people say it's some of the best heroin <laughs> in, in the world. Mm-hmm. So, um Negative shout out. <laughs> uh, but uh, and, but in the U.S., um, it's, uh, the, apparently 90% of the heroin imported in the U.S. Uh, comes from Mexico. So uh, only like 6% of the heroin in the United States actually comes from Afghanistan. So, I mean, we're not supporting Al-Qaeda, obviously, because we're bombing them. But, you know. Uh, but there, is, there was a uh, captain in uh, Afghanistan. He was a U.S. captain. And his name is, uh, I think it was Salim Sharif or something like that. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. But he was arrested uh, and even admitted to importing heroin from Afghanistan, although he was only caught with two and a half kilos. Uh, so it seemed like it was a kind of a minor, I mean, that's two and a half kilos. It's a lot of fucking cocaine. But uh, I, I think uh, on the grand scheme of things, it's not a ton. So I think he was probably just trying to make some quick money. Uh, and he had an opportunity to bring some back or something. So, but anyway, he got caught and uh, he got in trouble. So, negative shout out. Damn. Uh, I don't know if we're <clears throat> allowed to negative shout out the Taliban anymore because now they are literally just the Afghanistan government. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What? Why can't we <laughs> negative shout them out? Uh, because that's just racist now. Now that they're the that the entire government. Because that's like saying, like, uh, you know, fucking entire nation. I mean, if the entire nation is the Taliban, then yeah. Fine. And technically. <laughs> well, anyway. I know. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I'm just fucking with you. I mean, we uh, are but talking no, it about. Is, it is wild that the Taliban, since the United States uh, moved out of Afghanistan, has completely taken over. the. Oh, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. Afghanistan government. Yeah. And to where if you uh, go around afghanistan at all it's now just taliban flags everywhere it's crazy yep it's fucking nuts and they took a lot of our tanks and shit too which is crazy that we just left a bunch of that shit over there yeehaw fucking yee with the ha uh so anyway uh fucking the we're talking about current events though the current opioid emma that is a current event What? You said we're talking about current events, though. This happened months ago. This is current. I mean, that's what I just said. We're talking about current events. 
Oh, okay. Just the way you worded it is. I don't think that was an old thing. It's no. Like, Since we're talking it's, it's about right current now. events. Uh, <laughs> there we go. How's that? Since that's, we're that's talking better, about current you. events. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, opioid epidemic in the United States, as most people I'm sure have heard in the last few years, it's fucking crazy. So in 2021, the CDC estimated more than 107,000 people died from drug overdose. And nearly 75% of that was involved with an, or was opioid involved. I might have misheard you, but I think you, did you say only 107? I think, I think, I I, I don't know if I misheard, uh, 107,000. That's what I said. You said the thousand? I didn't hear you. I'm fairly certain I said thousand. Well, we could could go back and check the tapes, but just out of We'll say it one more time. Yeah. 107,000 people in 2021 died in the United States from drug overdose. And that's a small city. Yeah, that's yeah. the size of Bend or a little mm-hmm. bit bigger. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And 75% of that is f- involving opioids and probably fentanyl, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I mean I don't remember the fentanyl one we talked about. I feel like I don't remember the exact numbers. It's huge. But yeah, so I figured we uh since we're talking about the uh current events, we could talk about maybe kind of the shit that's going on in Portland and stuff and the and really the Pacific North Northwest. I mean, like fucking heroin has been crazy big in the in the Northwest for you know, the last twenty years. <clears throat> but yeah. if not you know, before that, but I feel like it's really spiked again in the last like twenty years. Yeah. I remember when every time I come to Portland, I fucking see needles on the streets all the time, everywhere. And like, it's it's not only that you see people. I've noticed it so much actually now since we mentioned it on a podcast before. I've noticed it so many times now that it's not surprising anymore, which should be an issue. Is people driving smoking foilies? Yeah, yeah. that's what you guys were saying. Is you saw people driving doing that? It's fucking. It's crazy. common now. That's fucking crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean. I yeah, I I can't imagine even just seeing that. Like in LA, you would fucking I don't think you'd ever see that. Like people aren't just driving around doing heroin. <laughs> like that's fucking nuts. That's fucking they, crazy. They are. <laughs> just I mean, they probably it. are, but like I don't know. Yeah, I guess uh, at such know. a fewer rate that you don't see it often, almost yeah. every other day. Exactly. That's fucking crazy. So I think it's crazy that like I'll see foil just spread around on the like the other day I was walking by. Um, these kind of nice houses, and right on the the uh, stairs, like the steps going up to the um, the porch, there was like ten foils with black all over them. Wow! And I was like, oh damn, people are just leaving this shit around. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I I remember seeing some foil when we were walking around downtown when I was there last, and I was and in my brain immediately went to just like. Oh, what? Did someone drop their acid or something like that? <laughs> and then I fucking thought about it for like a split second. And I was like, oh, that's obviously from smoking heroin. <laughs> it's from someone eating their leftovers. Yeah, exactly, dude. Someone had a chocolate chip cookie wrapped up, dude. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it, it's crazy just like how like common you see you see the, the heroin use in, in the Northwest. And, uh, and if anyone's familiar with fucking the city of Philadelphia... Look up uh, Kensington Avenue in race. Philadelphia. <laughs> Born and raised. <laughs> Shout out Will Smith. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a positive or negative shot. I feel like it's a neutral, Keep neutral to negative. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck Will Smith, dude. Negative shout out. <laughs> I'm standing my ground, dude. Chris Rock rules, dude. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Philadelphia. Team Chris. You should 
watch you should, anyone listening should watch a youtube clip just type in kensington avenue and this guy <laughs> fucking drives around and just films kensington avenue and it's a it's a road in northeast philadelphia and it is fucking crazy dude it's zombie land out there dude it's literally just people standing at a bus stop just nodding out like fucking people just fucked up in the streets just like needles sticking out of people just shooting up like on the streets <laughs> like it's a fucking crazy land out there, dude. Uh, so if you're trying to see some crazy shit, is it SBC SBC News to shout them out? Um, um, I'm not I sure. That I just see like hundreds of videos. It seems like uh, it's like one particular guy that usually like fucking posts them. Uh, give me two seconds. I think it might be SBC News because there's a, quite a few that say SBC News. Or it's Tim probably Gary. that, yeah. Uh, let me look. Well, just to um, shout them out, uh, uh, those two channels, uh, they seem like fairly good channels to watch these Kensington, uh, zombie videos. Wow, this looks much Yeah, Kim worse Gary than is the one that I think I've seen before. Uh, this looks the... way worse than Portland. Yeah, Kim Gary is, is definitely the, it's absolutely worse than Portland. <laughs> it's... it's fucking insane, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and... cause all these people look young as fuck, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, dude. The, it's fucking crazy out there, dude. It, it's insane. And uh, so, anyway, yeah. It, it's the the epidemic in the United States is f- fucking wild from, from heroin. And, you know, I know I know people that I grew up with that, you know, like when I, when I was in high school, like, I was doing opiates for fun and I was taking pills. I thought it was fun. And then it, it's wild just to see, like, your friend who you're, like, doing fucking just pills with for fun occasionally to then develop into a full-on addiction of heroin and, like, destroy their life. Uh, and there's, like, yeah. nothing really you can do about it because you try to help them and, you know, it's just fucking We've been heroin there. addiction, dude. So It's crazy just to fucking see how it can, how it can just take full control over people. And it's a, it's a powerful drug. Yep. So, but there are, you know positive things you know there are people that you know can can control it and deal with it which (laughs) uh still get shit done so you know uh there's a uh professor at uh, columbia university a psychology professor his name's carl hart and he uses uh heroin to uh help and maintain a work life balance this guy's a legend (laughs) this guy fucking is crazy dude he's fucking awesome and uh, so, yeah, he, he still works at, he's fucking openly talks about it, using heroin on his time, like on his time off and fucking still works at this university. And it's fucking, that's fucking cool. Like, so this dude, he's an, also a neuroscience expert and he's legally worked with drugs, including cannabis, cocaine and heroin for 25 years. And that's uh, amazing. He, yeah. And so he's even written a book about it i don't know what the book's called i fucking should uh look this up but just look up carl hart c-a-r-l uh h-a-r-t hart uh and uh the, basically he says the book is about uh, a research scientist's love for all drugs and about just being grown up being able to like go to work and like do your work get all your shit done and then on your on like the weekend you know whatever like do whatever the fuck you want like that's his ideas is basically like you can if you can get all your shit done and be like fucking, you know, responsible, like he has a fucking kid and he has fucking, uh, like, you know, uh, a wife and a family. He's a fucking professor and like all this shit, but he's still like, he's like, yeah, those like, you know, you should be able to like, 
at the end of the day, like fucking sit by the fire and like do heroin. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, I mean, dude, what amen saying. to that. Like, yeah, it's what we say on the podcast <laughs> all the time. And I was like, that's like literally like what we believe in is like, do yeah, whatever the, the fuck you want. As long as you're not like harming other people, like do whatever, you, whatever drugs you want. As long as it's like, you know, sustainable. The exactly. The name is a uh, drug use for grownups. Drug so, use for grownups. There you go. Fuck yeah. This is, this is what I've been saying since, pretty much since I was like 15 years old is I think truly with better education, just at in general, better uh, public health facilities within the United States, better infrastructure, just all in general. Um, it, it, I guess it is mostly just better education, really just teach people what these things are, what the harm they can do, how to use things responsibly because people are going to keep using drugs. You can't, it's, they're never going to go anywhere. So yeah. you might as well embrace that fact and make sure the max amount of people can just live their lives healthy and happy instead of just allowing people to just completely destroy their lives, do irreversible damage with the proper information out there, the proper resources, the proper education. There's no reason why there wouldn't be more people like him out there. Absolutely. It is due to our society and the way we treat drugs and drug addicts and everything that involves uh, chemicals and altering all the, your, your perception of things it, that that is the reason why in the demonization behind drugs is the reason why we are where we're at right now if yeah. we had proper information and teaching more people would be like him shout out carl hart absolutely yeah, I mean, dude, I feel the same way. It's like, I mean, I'm not doing heroin on my days off, but I'll often eat fucking mushrooms but you could, or fucking do whatever. Because you're well learned about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, well, like, I, I just like he he doesn't really like glorifying like psychedelics and stuff like that. Like he because he, he feels like they're almost like taking away from like because uh, he was saying like his favorite drug is heroin. Like it's he said it's the best like uh, and, you know. I'm not saying like heroin I'd vouch for that. use is fucking, you know, I've done plenty of opiates. I know how it feels. It fucking feels pretty great. It's also very dangerous to do these days. Uh, so unless you're like, have like a, a way to like test your shit. Anything's like, dangerous. Russian roulette's dangerous. Pointing a loaded gun to your head. And <laughs> yeah, that's why trigger, I that's don't dangerous. do that, dude. That's why I also <laughs> don't do heroin. Uh, but if you do do heroin, you know, just be par. careful. Fucking test your shit. Uh, can you test? You can test for heroin, right? And like bunk police don't shoot up those any test drugs. kits. Simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. You can uh, even yeah, don't shoot up strip drugs. your heroin. Uh, what's up? You can even fence strip your heroin. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. You know, if you want to do heroin and not do fentanyl. Yeah, and not do fentanyl. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, yeah. It, it is, is also uh, insanely hard to overdose on drugs uh, by smoking them. Right. Incredibly hard. I know. I've tried it with weed. Uh, I well, I said drugs. I mean <laughs> opioids. Oh, I, was, yeah, I, I try to fucking overdose on cannabis every day. Still doesn't I, work. I wouldn't say that, though. I mean, because the thing is, is, like, all the fentanyl analogs and even some, like, um, of the prescription opioids, like, if you crushed up oxy and smoked it you can easily die easily though yeah i mean the thing is is the blood concentration of the drugs like the peak plasma concentration gets almost the same amount as iv when smoking um yeah that's fucking crazy same with sniffing but smoking is definitely the like less dangerous route uh, than all of them but but just not like significantly less 
Yeah. I mean, I would say like with fentanyl, especially if you smoke fentanyl, you you could easily die. I feel like at this point, we should probably move into the science. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I just wanted to give one more shout out to uh, fucking. So uh, everybody knows, uh, you know, uh, Robert F. Kennedy uh, or sorry, John F. Kennedy, who got shot in the face. Is the president of the United States? He got. He was the one that got assassinated. That's really funny. I've been listening to a five-part series about the conspiracy of the JFK assassination. Oh, thing. really? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. That's uh. Wild. So anyway, JFK. He got shot in the face. Uh, his nephew, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He uh was arrested for heroin possession, and apparently was into heroin, alcohol, LSD, and many more drugs. He started using drugs at an early age, and I think that's interesting. That uh, you know, I don't like. I didn't know that, so that's interesting. That you know, just just a uh, a president's family member, uh, you know, is affected by drugs. Yeah. I mean, our current president's family member. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good point. I keep forgetting crack about fucking... and looks up child porn. And also films it. So, yeah, that's a good point. Whoa. So uh, no, You didn't know that? mozzarella. Mm-mm, I didn't. Or Parmesan. Whoa. Yeah, Wait, so... what did you say about Parmesan? That's what he smokes. <laughs> Parmesan. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he bragging about smoking more Parmesan than anyone else or something? Uh, dude, <laughs> he had so many pictures of himself uh, that they confiscated of him smoking crack. <laughs> so funny. He he loved the imagery behind smoking crack and yeah. yeah. Oh god, I'm not gonna get into the conspiracy behind. We'll get that. We'll get into that in the crack episode. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Epstein didn't kill uh, himself on the crack episode. Anyway, that's all I got. We should probably talk about science. Time. Sorry, I said that in a fucking shitty way. That was like, I guess we'll talk about science now. No. Yeah, Let's get fucking learnt on science. How dude. could you not be tired after the hours of troubleshooting we did before the dude, show? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, I'm exhausted. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not. You're not. You're not upset about the science. You're upset about life. I'm upset that Raven so, fucking decided to download fucking yeah. new drivers for his fucking graphics card that made the audio sound fucked. Gotta play that new Call of Duty, dude. Anyway, uh, Micah, Hakeem, Bring Michelangelo, fucking one-eyed Mike. Mike Mike Wazowski, dude. <laughs> I'm like the Taronga Leela. What, what are her people called? Uh, Cyclops. <laughs> is that what she is? Yeah. Oh, I thought she had about? like a... No, she's the only one. Oh, right. Yeah, because she's a mutant. Yeah. Remember, they find yeah, out that she she's from the, the sewer. sewer. Who are yeah. we talking about? Leela. Leela from Future. Oh, yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. I, I like Mike. Out. I like Micah Wazowski. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, um, nice. Yeah, um, you guys ready to talk about heroin? Yeah. Wait, talk about what have we been talking about? talking about? Should we talk about heroin? Heroin, 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 heroin. Um. Well, so Raven mentioned it comes from uh, a plant. It's not actually found naturally within uh, the the poppies, right? It's the uh, opium latex that comes from the poppies um, can be converted into it. So it's kind of considered semi-synthetic, almost like LSD is semi-synthetic. Um, so it's a, it is a derivative of morphine, um, and it's converted to morphine. The, the opium latex is converted to morphine through um, you know extraction and filtration. Um, they use ammonia, calcium hydroxide, and charcoal to filter the opium into a morphine base. Um, and then that's heated with acetic acid or vinegar to create the heroin. Um, so 
those various types that Raven had mentioned, the different kinds, um, are made through different chemical additions, heating, and filtering. So there's a lot of different processes to end up with the different forms of heroin. Um, and it's actually a lot of black tar heroin is uh, roughly on average 5% heroin. Uh, Whoa. Like diacetylmorphine. The rest is, you know, um, plant fats, plant, you know, metabolite, or all the, all the stuff from the plant that didn't get filtered out. Um, so kind of gross in my opinion. Um, but it still is, people are still able to make black tar into a liquid and inject it and also can make it into a powder with certain additives and sniff it. Um, so it's not only smoked, but that is definitely the most common method for it. And uh, I just want to mention something that we're on the uh, the smoking thing again. Is <clears throat> I did d- look it up, and there is one account from somebody that says that they smoke fentanyl often, and they still overdose from smoking it. Uh, they overdosed three times. One time, it was from half a hit, fell face flat on the floor. He said, if someone didn't find him, he would have died. So, uh, yeah, you definitely can. If there is fentanyl in your heroin, yeah, we can only stay safer now because I think the thing with heroin is, uh, I think pure heroin, there's almost zero recorded deaths from smoking it. I don't want to say that for sure, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, That's because you will pass out before you can ingest enough through smoking to overdose. Yeah, and the thing is, is like, uh, yeah, you know, dying from respiratory depression um, from the drug itself is sort of a different overdose than um, asphyxiation from vomiting. Right. Like, uh, if you just get super fucked up and the drug already, it, it always makes people nauseous, but when you're really fucked up and you're half asleep and you're laying flat on your back um, or f- face first, you know, um, it's likely that if you were to vomit during that experience, you're going to die. And that, that's a completely different, like, overdose technically. than Breaking Bad. Um, yeah, no, and, and that was sad because that was, uh, she was beautiful, beautiful. And it could have been, um, saved. Yeah. <laughs> she was murdered essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. Super yeah. fucked. Super fucked. I love that actress, by the way. Oh my gosh. Yeah, murdered. dude. Oof. Oof. Positive shout out. Anyway. Um, so heroin, uh, it's sequentially metabolized into six monoacetylmorphine, the six AM, I think that Raven mentioned earlier. Um, and then to morphine, and is often believed that morphine is responsible for the neural effects of heroin. Now, the interesting thing about heroin is that it's an inactive drug on its own, and uh, when ingested orally, breaks down into these morphine derivatives and morphine alone. But when injected or, um, you know, insufflated or even smoked, uh, this first pass metabolism doesn't happen. And so then, um, because of heroin having. Uh, being really, really able to readily absorb through certain membranes, it gets into the brain very quickly and much more potent than morphine would have ever gotten to the brain. So that is part of what makes heroin injected and smoked and sniffed so much different than just eating a pill of heroin. Um, you know, so it, you can think of heroin as actually like a pro drug to morphine when ingested orally, but on the other, the other routes of administration where it doesn't have to go through the liver. It's actually its own drug, heroin. So I was half Damn. correct, actually, by saying just think of it like morphine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it Very all comes back to, to morphine at the end of the day because that's what the plant is creating. Right. It's a natural alkaloid found in the plant. And so all the derivatives that we've ever found from opiate 
drugs like morphine and codeine are, are comes back to morphine. That's what was weird about codeine. I used to think that that was just its own drug and it was somehow different than morphine, but essentially it's just three methyl morphine. Um, wow. Yeah. So yeah, really, really interesting. It all comes kind of back down to that. Um, I have mentioned in the past though, that the strong opiates, the ones that cause respiratory depression, um, you know, the, the slow breathing to the point of dying, um, the, the way they act on the brain are on those mu opioid receptors. So heroin itself is a full agonist at mu opioid receptors, not um, essentially when it comes on and it activates these receptors, it has high affinity for them and it will make them sort of overstimulate. And what happens with overstimulation of mu opioid receptors are physical effects such as constipation and respiratory depression and uh, feelings of euphoria and, um, you know, uh, pain relief and things like that. So all of those together are sort of what make up the, uh, you know, physical effects from heroin, which <clears throat> it's really not that crazy of a drug on its own. It's not very, it's not like it's doing all these really interesting things to the brain. It's working, um, very similar to other opioids. And I think that it's gotten a very, really, it's gotten a really big name for itself just because of, uh, media and the things that, uh, have happened in our news, you know, like with with big figures, like what Ryan mentioned earlier, with the culture, the people who have used it for so long. Um, but at the end of the day, when you think about the oxycodone that you were given for your wisdom teeth or the um, morphine that your grandma got when she was in the hospital, uh, it, that all comes back down to being very, very similar when it, how they work on the brain and the body and then what they do uh, when people take them for too long, right? Um, I've always thought that was kind of funny about opiates that they're really, they're just, they seem to me like very basic drugs. Um, they don't really do a whole lot. Um, but they're also super dangerous and uh, highly addictive. And, you know. One interesting thing that people say about heroin in particular, especially avid opiate users, is it, it's funny. There's, there's almost like a uh, sommelier kind of, vision when it comes to opiates in some users where they're like oh i only like uh <clears throat> perks or i only like vicodins because they make me feel like this a lot of people will say that heroin is one of the only opiates that actually gives you euphoria in like a real euphoric sense oh and, and fentanyl I've, I've read it about fentanyl too but people say specifically heroin has a real actual euphoria effect that other opiates just don't have they just have sedative effects yeah yeah which I find, you know, interesting because, again, it's really just person-dependent, um, like, individual-dependent how someone's going to react. And I think that's part of why we have so many different opioid derivatives now that pharmaceutical companies have created because, you know, they've tried to create ones that are not euphoric and are just pain-relieving. But then for certain individuals, those end up being highly addictive because of how euphoric they are. And for other people, it's not. And I've met heroin addicts who have talked about how uh yeah hell yeah if they were if their uh dealer had dilaudid and oxys or whatever all these different prescription drugs they would have bought them uh over the heroin any day but the heroin is cheap and it lasts longer it's just way more sustainable to use it um every day and that's the thing it blows my mind when i hear about heroin addicts how much they spend on just black tar heroin Dude. it's like 300 to 600 dollars a day that's, for some people. Yeah, and that's fucked. just a normal addict. Like 
it blows my mind because that's the cheap shit. So think about the people yeah. that use pills. That's more money than I make in a day. People literally, literally. spend more money on their addiction in a year than I make in a year. And, yeah, it's it, fucking and that's just that's on their addiction. They're still eating whatever food they can afford and, you know, doing whatever thing. That, like they're getting their drugs. They have to buy gas or steal it. But that's like I don't know. That's what the, causes a lot of theft too is you're spending yeah. Uh, yeah. tough 80 grand a year salary on heroin. A lot of the times it's not their money. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. we've been uh yeah, justice knows firsthand of uh, I get my shit what, stolen fucking constantly. Yeah, well <laughs> I, I was gonna to say God, you dude. guys all know firsthand of like what it's like to be around a uh, heroin addict and who oh, also dude, steals your shit. I wanted to fucking kill uh I'm he's pretty lucky he went to jail shortly after this. Is I, I we knew someone in Ben that was hanging around someone else we knew that was addicted to heroin and Xanax and things. I uh, came over the like one of the first days GTA Five came out, and I had a fresh copy, dude. And I was so pumped on it. I was showing everyone. I was like, dude, I got GTA Five. I'm fucking. I'm so pumped. I'm the best. And uh, <laughs> and I'm he fucking he's he took it. And he fucking never admitted to it. And that pissed That's me the fuck so out. That, that, that was one thing that infuriates me more is just admit to it. You were the only one in the fucking house. How could you not take it? Yeah. Fucking people will steal shit and be the only person around the thing. And be, oh, I didn't do it. Dude, yeah. just admit it. And the, the yeah, other they'll have person, it under their bed even. Yeah, it's like, be like think, hey, my, my skateboard's under your bed. Yeah. Like, what? Dude, <laughs> I remember the, that too. <laughs> the, well, the one person that we know that um, had a pretty serious heroin uh, habit um, I got him a job at one point and the manager comes over and he's like, did you take my headphones? And he was like, no, I didn't take your headphones as he has his own headphones in his ears. And he's like, no, I'm pretty sure you took my headphones. Um, I uh, like, I could see there's headphones in your pocket and mine are missing and no one else would have taken them. Like and you're the only one that's acting weird or whatever. And he's like, so if I go check the cameras, like, you didn't take my headphones. He's like, no, dude, I didn't take your fucking headphones. Goes, checks the camera, sees him clearly stealing the headphones, <laughs> comes back. He's like, bro, I literally, like, you're still here. How is this a thing? I just watched you steal my headphones on the camera. Like, just give them back to me, please. And he's like, I, dude, I don't have your headphones. Like, oh my, still just maintained serious? it. Yo, dude, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and I'm sitting there like, bro, I got this guy a job to be nice and fucking... <laughs> Is this wait? Okay, name drop this person really quick, and I'll just fucking bleep it out. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll bleep that out. But all right. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he had fucking crazy. rich parents and his own earbuds in his yeah. ear. Dude, it's crazy. Is because uh, well, how much are you gonna sell those for? Fifty cents. Dude, yeah, I know. Right? Dude, it's crazy because one time I was over at his house after I uh, after I was I came back from college to visit at one point and. Uh, I brought my guitar over because we were going to jam and shit. And, like, uh, he ended up going to hang out with somebody or whatever. And then, like, we were supposed to hang out later. And because I had left my guitar at his house because uh, it was his parents. And, you know, I knew them super well. So I went back to my house to have dinner or something. And then we were going to hang out later. And he <laughs> never hit me back up because he was off doing fucking heroin. And, uh, and so he was, like, he was texting me. Like, he was like, oh, dude, you could just leave your guitar here. Like, we'll hang out tomorrow or whatever. And I was like, fuck that, dude. And, uh, like, he was just acting hella sus. And I went over. Oh, and so this fucking, is not a story about you getting your guitar stolen? No, I was really hoping I fucking, it was. It was, a, it, it was going to be because <laughs> yeah. if I would have left it there, he would have stole it for sure and sold it for heroin. Dang. But I, uh, I fucking texted his mom and I was just like, hey, I'm coming back to grab my guitar and shit. And she was like, understandable. <laughs> <laughs> That's so <fun. laughs> And I was just like, yeah, dude, that, it was fucking crazy, dude. 
And uh, he ended up uh, that night uh, while I was at his parents' house talking to his parents, uh, was fucking fucked up in his truck uh, outside of some random people's houses on heroin. And they called the cops because they were like, yeah, some dude's just passed out in his truck out front of our house. He would and, always uh, pass out all over town with, yeah. it, uh, with either his truck or his car running. Yeah. Yeah. And we do that shit all the time, too. I'll, I'll bleep that out, too. With stuff just, like, in the car, too, right? Like yeah. No, open on there. So the, the two of them that we know, uh, they got in trouble together because they passed out smoking heroin with it still on their laps. And I thought that was the most absurd shit I've ever heard because, like, cop just comes up, looks in the window. There's open paraphernalia on your lap. You're high. You're behind the wheel. Yeah. And the car's running. Um, and I thought that was the most absurd shit I've ever heard of in my life. And moved to freaking um, Portland and then up in Vancouver. There, I saw that in the parking lot. And I see people pass out all the time. I'm like, yeah. okay, maybe, maybe. It was weird for a small town, but up here. It happens guess, all the fucking normal. time, dude. Like, uh, I'll be the side again. Uh, he fucking would always do that shit. Like, there's often times like where, uh, damn, I don't have to bleep a lot of this stuff out. Uh, <laughs> you know, so he was, uh, hang, like, he was supposed to meet up something like that. Uh, and they were like, all right, so they were, they were visiting him, but he was like moving. And so, like, he was staying in the hotel with them. And then, uh, they fucking, he like w- went outside to like smoke a cigarette at, at night or whatever and just never came back. And they fucking in the morning, like, we're like, where the fuck is he? Like, went outside. Dude was fucking passed out in his truck uh, and fucking was like on heroin. And like, fucking, they were like shaking him, like, fucking. And he was like not waking up. They thought he was like dead. And they ended up like calling an ambulance and shit. And it was like a whole fucking situation. Jesus. Damn. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, it really sucks because people just don't have, they don't wait. They like go to their dealer's house, they pick it up, they do it there, and they get in the car, and then they do more, and then they drive to like somewhat of a destination and yeah. do more there, and then end up just not able to keep driving. Yeah. And that's what was crazy about. I heard a story from someone in Eugene saying there was a guy who used to, he would shoot up while driving. Jesus Christ. Damn. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Yeah, like put his knees up on the wheel and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Well, we got way off track. Yeah, you. we're talking about <laughs> science and then we started talking about culture again, dude. <laughs> That's all right. Because I, yeah, I don't have a whole lot to, more to say, but I, I just wanted to mention one of the craziest things. Um, again, I find all this stuff fascinating. Um, there are studies underway to create a vaccine for heroin whoa um, just like that nicotine one that we were talking about what are you talking about your half of europe already does it it's heroin <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true we're fighting fire with fire baby and that's the uno reverse car oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah you get picked up by the ambulance for a heroin overdose they just give you hero- more heroin <laughs> instead of narcan they're like uno <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, you thought you weren't going to overdose and die? Oof. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry It'd be to so tell funny you. if your, your EMT just pulls out a deck of Uno cards and he's like, oh, wild card. We'll see what this is. <laughs> Puts a blindfold on before he grabs the meds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's hilarious. It's the well, Russian roulette of fucking overdoses. <laughs> if you're, if you're um, finished talking about science stuff, I do want to just be annoying one more time about harm reduction. So this one is very targeted. Um, 
<clears throat> if you are a heroin user, uh, no judge coming from me. And I just, you know, get, keep clean needles. Don't give your, don't uh, do anything that would, uh, you know, increase your chances of getting infections or abscesses. Abscesses. I knew someone who shot up and got an abscess and also blood clots that were quickly moving to their heart and they had to get surgery. So just uh, knowing clean injection procedure, um, it, you know, dude, that's definitely a must if you're someone who's going to be injecting drugs. Uh, please use sharp spins. I don't like finding needles outside my house. But I understand that uh, heroin is not really a choice after you start using it regularly. Absolutely not. I don't believe it's a choice. I think it is a complete uh, a disease. And like I've said a million times, we need to destigmatize these drugs. We need to de-demonize them. I think with proper education, uh, more uh, positive information out there for people either using or thinking about using. I think in a, in, in a better world, if we go about these things better, instead of just putting these people in a, uh, putting the people who use these things in a category and just demonizing them and completely cutting them off from society. Think yeah. if we didn't do that, less people would even go down that road. Uh, if people found that there's a light instead of just feeling like they're because you know they're already in a low place in their life they're struggling with their addiction and then they have all of society looking down on them that's not going to make them want to uh do anything else that you know that's yeah. a downer they're just want to keep going down if everyone's already looking down on them so i, I think right. if we all as a society started doing things in our lives to not have those behaviors or ideas um we could really turn things like opiate addiction around i think it's 90 percent other people's faults <laughs> honestly just yeah it's society's fault it honestly yeah. is well uh, not I mean, other people but it's society's fault as a whole it, that these it is it's we've we've, we've done a yeah we have definitely failed i mean it's obviously you know the person's choice to use drugs or whatever but at the same time, it's like initially, yeah. But it's like, why? Why are we throwing people in jail for wanting to use? I'm not even saying in good? jail. But, but well, yeah, but I am. No, I mean it, that is the thing that fucks everyone's life up. Because once you get a felony, that is on your record for a long time. So like, it, trying to get a job after getting out of prison is not so even a fucking crazy hard. Even if you just get a misdemeanor and a little bit of time in jail, you get out and you don't have a job and you need money. Yeah, or if you go to the rehab once for drug addiction you now will have it in your medical record forever that you're a drug seeker oh. and if you go to yeah. certain um they won't give you painkillers in the hospital i know someone well, who yeah. had to get like a surgery with no painkillers well not even wow. that but i had a family member who just went in for surgery and then the the it was back surgery and the thing that happened was uh, while they were in the waiting room getting like I don't know, almost like a physical type thing done. They were put in one of the rooms that has cameras and a sign that says you are being recorded right now. And the thing is, is that that's for people who have uh, drug seeking behavior listed on their medical record, because essentially what people do is they watch their behavior when they're in the room alone without the doctor and then watch their behavior with the doctor in there. And they try to pick up certain behaviors to see if this person is just trying to um, get shit. Yeah, and that's wild. I didn't know that. And he still got opiates for his surgery, which is cool. Like he he definitely needed them, and he used them for the right reason. Um, Damn. But yeah, initially they were like very intense about it, and it was it felt you know awkward for him, and obviously it sucks. Like he understood it, but it sucks when you realize that you're put in a specific room 
because it's something that you did 20 years ago. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, uh, that's insane. Yeah, that's fucked. Uh, Justice, what did you say? I don't know. It's just going along with whatever Micah said. Oh, um, I thought you were saying something, adding to something. Adding I, I do want to mention for a lot of people that uh, might have this view of opioids as a very pain relieving substance as well is for a lot of people, it's not necessarily pain relieving and that Tylenol or aspirin or, you know, just ibuprofen it would do a lot better of a job. Yeah. So maybe don't turn towards opioids. If you think that it will help with your pain relief, a lot of the times if ibuprofen's not helping, ah, opioids might not necessarily yeah. help either. Well, that's, um, how, uh, that's how Kurt Cobain got started on heroin is he was using it for pain and then he said eventually right. the pain just came back right? and he just never was able to kick the heroin addiction after that. I know. Seek seek some alternative medicine, go see a chiropractor, yeah. see something. I don't know. I just, Do I, don't th- I don't think for me as someone, I don't want to sound like I'm Mr. Freaking Know-It-All uh, and uh, lording over people. I've tried heroin. I enjoyed it. I did it responsibly. I did, I've tried it like three times and each time was like a year apart. So you know, I'm not freaking speaking and completely out of uh, out of place here. So, um, yeah, I feel yeah, that. I don't know. I I one more thing I want to add. I think to there harm is a reduction. responsible way of uh, going about these things. Absolutely, definitely. Um, one thing I want to add about the harm reduction. Uh, that article I sent you guys earlier, the fucking Scotland. Uh, did you did you read that screenshot I sent? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'm let just gonna you explain it. Yeah, I'm just gonna read it off really quick because it's fucked. So in uh, Scotland, I don't know if anyone's seen fucking Train Spotting, but uh, that movie's fucking. Crazy. Oh, we didn't talk about Train Spotting. I, I had you watch yeah, it specifically dude, before I, this I pod. Know, it's yeah, so good. It, so Train Spotting is based in Scotland. I think is is it in Glasgow or Edinburgh? I don't remember. Uh, anyways, it's it's in Scotland, and uh, it basically just talks about it. Uh, it's just about heroin use and shit and uh, this group of friends and uh, apparently Scotland is almost like the uh, it's one of the countries that has the most heroin use in the world uh it's fucking crazy about how much people use heroin there um so this is an article i read earlier today that was very interesting it says uh at least once a month on average in the small scottish uh county of fife an addict an addicted user of heroin or other drugs will need to have their leg amputated the result of injecting an illegal substance directly into their groin. Oh. <laughs> trying to hide, hide the track marks that you're injecting into your dick and balls? It's fucking crazy, dude. Uh, so, uh, and then it says, if left to their own v- devices, they can get severe soft tissue bacterial infections, which can end up with an amputation. They're injecting their groin every day and causing lots and lots of damage. So imagine being so addicted to a drug that you are shooting it up into your groin and you have to get fucking parts of your body amputated just to use this drug. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them because I could say over here in the, uh, the U, good old U, USA, uh, I'd say a lot of our issues are societal. That sounds a lot worse than what Dude, we got going on. Dude, it's fucking crazy. But and that I've, could be also societal because they could be doing it into the groin to hide track marks on their arm or something. Right. They could be completely way more demonized over there if someone saw you shooting up oh, uh, uh, in yeah. your arms or saw marks of it. Absolutely. They could get beat up or something over there. So they, they might be more demonized over there. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know how it is over there because, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean. If they I, feel I they have that. to hide the fucking marks that bad where they're doing it in their 
Yeah. They're gooch. Oh, uh, yeah. But I, I guess regardless of that, it's just another thing of don't shoot up. Like, if you are going to be using heroin, like, don't shoot it up. I just realized that groin isn't your gooch. Your yeah. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. It's like, it's like your uh, hips. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I, uh, I, I not when we're in. The, I don't know how true this is, but in Train Spotting, the, there is a scene where they're fucking shooting it into their dick, like literally shooting it up into his dick. I mean, you got got a pretty good vein there sometimes. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Take a little fucking blue chew. How fast shout does out your blue chew. Go away <laughs> you heroin in your dick. <laughs> yeah, dude, that might be the cure for fucking Viagra, dude. If you or uh, does it get bigger? <laughs> good question. God only knows, dude. <laughs> bricked up, dude. As anyway. Ryan would say, bricked up. All right. Well, uh, yeah, boys. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode. It was a fun one to do. Heroin. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a topic for sure. It is a thing. I'm not going to say it was fun to talk about because it's uh, really a bummer more than yeah. anything. I think it, does, it causes a lot of people pain and suffering, and I don't like to see that. Um, yeah. I want to thank specifically our patrons for supporting us on Patreon. I love you guys. I hope you're enjoying all the cool content going on over there. Expect a lot more. Got a lot more uh, coming up in the future. We've got a special interview with a, an amazing band coming up soon. Um, if you want to find us on Patreon to check out any of that stuff that is drinking out of cups on Patreon or patreon.com forward slash D-O-O-C. If you want to find us on Instagram to see any of the cool stuff we post over there. It is uh, Instagram. It is drinking. Is uh, drinking out of cups oh underscore podcast. Twenty nine <laughs> episodes. I almost in. forgot. Hey, I've been pretty good about it. I almost forgot. And um, I'm doing this for twenty nine weeks. Um, yeah, that's that's, that's about it. That's uh, about it. I want to give a fucking positive shout out to Juice, our fucking producer, our boy. Uh, for fucking sticking it out with us for all this troubleshooting we had to do today and still being a part of the entire podcast. Oh, dude, fucking I want to send it. a huge I didn't really shout have much out to uh, speaking to the mic in on this one. I thought I was, yeah, you gotta I didn't talk have, back. Uh, closer, I didn't have too much to chime in on this episode, but I was still here. Hey, we appreciate it, dude. It's You're always there, better ready, when you're here, and loaded. dude. Cocked and loaded, <laughs> cocked in hand and loaded. <laughs> <laughs> cocked and bloated dude <laughs> that's why we can't the reason we can't do a video podcast is uh too much nudity yeah i mean it'd have to be on only fans we should release this video because uh because this is fucking on hilarious OnlyFans. dude fucking micah talking about science all the time with a fucking monster face <laughs> fucking psycho <laughs> <laughs> he just looks back and it just pops open. Uh, maybe for some reels. We'll yeah. Okay. Reels. Last thing I want to shout out, shout out NVIDIA for the last two <laughs> graphics card updates, fucking something up on my computer. Appreciate it. You're a multi-billion dollar corporation. Please stop doing that. Negative shout out. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Fuck you know what, NVIDIA. dude? Beep. There's nothing like listening to Drinking Out of Cups podcast. Nothing like it.